What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Whiskey Knife Fight. This week, Jeremy wanted to talk about hygiene and grooming and why some men think it's not manly to take care of yourself as far as appearances and smell goes. Long story short, take care of yourself, wash your ass, and trim your beard. Of course, the conversation takes us all over the place, but that's what you get with Whiskey Knife Fight. So sit back, pour yourself a very tall one, and enjoy episode 13 of Whiskey Knife Fight. I'm telling you, every, I'm gonna learn that riff, dude. I'm gonna learn every it every single week. <laughs> it's because I love it. I, it's it's not. A, it doesn't sound like it's a hard riff, and I think all it's just electric guitar. And it sounds like they got a little distortion pedal or maybe a fuzz pedal in there. There's all the, there's not even a lot of a lot going on there, but it sounds good. Welcome back, <laughs> everybody. Welcome. It's today. Today is St. Patrick's Day. Yes, it is St. Patrick. Okay. It is. Uh, I saw somebody, I think it was in the Discord or somewhere, asking if we were going to be drinking Irish whiskey. Uh, no, I like good whiskey. Sorry. Oh, see, now, I, I, now, see, I'm not going hard to the paint to the nice Irish folks like that. I'm trying not to piss off an entire country. Um, <laughs> uh, I still, I need to get, I should have done it today. I honestly kind of forgot that it was St. Patrick's Day. Some, like, red breasts my kids, or my, yeah, my kids kind of celebrated St. Patrick's Day the other day because it was the last day. Their spring break was weird, so they celebrated at school. Anyway, so my days are a little fucked up. With, so I kind of forgot that it was St. Patrick's Day today. I would have went and got some red breast today. Because I, I, I hate to say it, but I don't like a lot of that. We've talked about this before. I'm not a huge fan of a lot of the, the Irish whiskeys that I've tried. I picked some whiskeys out to drink tonight, and I think I might swap it for some scotch just just to, like, you know. It's closer. Salt in the it's, wound. It's clo- well, I mean, it's closer at least, right? Like Scotland, Ireland. I mean, they're, they're over there in the same area. They're um, practically the same country. If you really want to I piss mean, somebody off, that's what you say. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> Scottish and Irish, though, I have to say, I love listening to Skyrish. 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 I just, I just totally blended two things. I just first stroke of the night. That is the um, language spoken in uh, Skyrim. <laughs> Actually, it's not. But <laughs> that's a game, isn't it? It is a game. Isn't that yes. A game? Yeah. Um, but no, I, both of their accents, I could listen to the Irish or Scottish people talk for hours. I just love them. I love their accents. I, matter of fact, I watch a, a YouTube channel a lot. It's like Irish people try channel. And it's just like these Irish dudes or uh, younger Irish people trying all kinds of stuff. I just love their accents. I think it's great. Thanks. Hey. I, I, I unfortunately have one of the least pleasing accents that exist, which is Florida man. You know, right. <laughs> I think the only accent worse than mine is like people from Minnesota, right? Like Minnesota. That one's pretty bad. I would say that one's worse. Like that one, if you want to put it on like a scale, like if you compare a British accent to a Welsh accent, that's how I would put them, you know? You don't like British? I love British no, accents No, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, a Welsh accent uh, compared to a British accent. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, yeah, I... And, you know, not to offend anybody from Minnesota, like lots of people make fun of my accent or people from the South. People are always picking on people from the South for sounding stupid and whatever. Um, so 
No, no offense to the good folks, but that, that is a unique accent. Don't you know? <laughs> you know, it's that, that whole thing. Um, what is in your pocket today? Because I'm, I'm excited to share mine, so i got to get right to this. I actually went back to my TR. Flip it this way so I can right there. TR. The old operator. operator. Oper- operator's going to operate, bitch. <laughs> I might be flexing on you today. You normally do. I just can't. Which one is that? Sure, Gorov Neon Zero. Uh, yes, you and your you and your Ooh. super bouge knives. Uh, I finally sharpened this thing, fixed it up. It has some steak left on it from dinner. People don't understand the joy of using a good pocket knife as a steak uh, it's knife. So I, much I, better. Just it's, throw, I mentioned please that. throw the steak on a cutting board. Uh, don't don't cut on your plate. <laughs> no, no, you I just sharpened it. And I was plate. like, I'm not putting this thing on some ceramic. No, 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 for yeah, sure. You thing, want to use it on a cutting board, but mm. it it really does work fantastic. And then somebody was busting my balls about it because I also said that like I use my knife for all kinds of stuff: opening boxes, cleaning my nails, tightening fucking tri- tripod heads. Like it's like a multi-purpose tool for me, right? And they're like, ooh, you clean your nails and you cut your steak? And I'm like, well, I fucking wipe it off first. I don't, like, dig dirt out of my nail and then stab it into a steak. Yeah, um, um, this one, I, I was in a hurry. I wiped it with a paper towel and threw it in my pocket, and uh, I did not get all the steak off. <laughs> Dude, that steak, you sent me a picture ooh. of the, the steak you had, I think, last night. Last night? Yeah, I had leftovers <laughs> today. I made six of them, so I had leftovers tonight. Son. You cooked that thing just right. Oh, That's how I like my steaks. Man, it was it was it was it was perfect. I've tried steaks a lot, and I've made okay steaks. I've never made a, an amazing steak until last night. And I'm sure Alex is tired of hearing me talk about it, but like I was bragging about myself. Not that I really did much. I just actually looked up how to make it in a skillet. I've always yeah, tried dude, on a iron grill. skillet. No, dude, iron skillet's the way to go. Oh, bro. My I, Lord. I, I switched over. I switched over a couple years back to the iron skillet. I was always a grill guy. Yeah, I swore by the grill. But man, then I watched the, the the iron skillet with the fucking butter and the basil or thyme or who whatever kind of fresh herb and stuff. A little bit of garlic, sear it off. Ooh, son, man, it yeah, it's da- it's dangerous, bro. It's dangerous. Yep. So just for the record, did some sirloins, uh, medium high heat, three three minutes on each side, with just some olive nice? oil, and then I turned that it down. Nice? You know what works better than olive oil? Avocado. Oh, oil. I'm sure it does. But all I had was some olive oil. So that's well, because it's got a high, it's got a higher burn point, so you yeah. can actually get the heat heat up a little more without burning the oil. Yeah, and uh, you can really get a good sear on the steaks with it. Well, then after three minutes per side, I, I turned it down to medium low, threw some butter in, mm-hmm. and I have this seasoning that I find, or I found at Sam's Club called Iron, not Iron. What am I talking about? Uh, Italian Chop House. Just got a bunch of herbs in it. Uh, dude, shit's good. Um, yeah, one minute per side with that. Do it on a plate for five, ten minutes. Let it rest. That's the other thing a lot of people don't do, man. You gotta let the you gotta let the meat rest. You gotta let it rest. Because if you don't, that's all the juices out. You gotta let those juices absorb back into the meat. Give it like ten minutes to rest, man. Ten. Yeah. I always set a timer because I'm like. Frothing at the mouth, ready, and I will not wait the full ten minutes. I don't actually set a timer. Dude, that that steak last night was orgasmic. Orgasmic. Uh, there look, is, at, look at there us. Is, We're Bico Bros, aren't we? 
Hey, hey, hey. But my my hey. wrist is green, and that's because I do actually love the Irish. Um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> well, I still don't understand why that I've never and I've never heard of anybody complain about that. Uh, I've seen it. Um, I've seen it. I've definitely seen. It. I looked it up uh, right after I got it because obviously I put on my watch and I'm like, wow, my wrist is green. Um, now there is a little bit of a thing you can do. You can put like a fingernail polish clear coat. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you yeah. could probably do that. But I'm sure it'll wear off pretty quickly, so But then it'll probably flake and then it'll look all weird and you have to put it back on and that'll be like a maintenance thing that'll probably get annoying after a very short period of time. Yeah, but I had to throw in the green watch for, for St. Patty's Day. I'm surprised that it does that at all, to be honest. I mean, are Isn't you? Isn't there are you? We were talking about benchmade earlier and I was talking about like I would carry more benchmade knives if they used something other than the Omega spring or like swapped out the material for the Omega spring, because I corrode them. Dude. And, and that's, you know, <laughs> it's funny. I was talking to, what's, what's the guy's name who he doesn't work at Benchman anymore, but he worked there for a while. He was our contact there. Troy. Yeah. Troy. 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 And me and him were talking about you one day about how you break the Omega Springs. And he's like, man, I've talked, th- he's like, I've talked to Taylor. But I don't understand what he's doing. He's like, we've just lived in man. People- I'm just, <laughs> I'm just out here living. <laughs> we, we, we've, we've had nobody else do this except for Taylor. He's the only person. I went through I mean, like you know, six Omega Springs. Uh, that's crazy to me, dude. That is crazy. Crazy. And I, I've never broke one. And I've carried my bug out probably more than you carried yours and, and played with it. Fucking just, I'm always flipping that thing. You know, bug out's a very fun knife to fidget with. And I've I've never I've never I broke know. one. Man. I, I knew something was off. I was missing something. It looked weird, and I was my light wasn't on. I knew something oh. was off. Uh, yeah, it's not nice to have that little 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 warm light in the back to contrast the Casper. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I like a warm light too, man. Warm light is is a, it's in the glass. Tonight. I have not. I haven't. I haven't got anything in the glass yet. But I tell you, I've got a couple things that I'm going to drink tonight. One, I got to talk about this. Let me get my warm-up whiskey. I forgot to grab it before we got in here. I am actually starting tonight with an old classic. Something I haven't I haven't had any of this in a good while. The old Woodford Reserve Double Oak. It's like a rip ass every time I sit in that chair. Sorry. Didn't know you were talking. Double Oak is a is a standard. I'm going to warm up with my uh, – I haven't had this in a while, and it's one of my favorite Mictors. Have you ever had this, uh, this Mictors here? Jeremy. Jeremy. No, I have not had that Mictors. The only mixers I've ever had are the like generic bourbon and rye. Yeah, but this isn't like a hard to find mixers. This isn't like you know like one of the barrel proofs or anything like that. Jeremy, all they have, you li- all they have at my ABC is this and their standard bourbon. That's it. Well, I will I will get you a bottle of this and send it up to you, um, because. Um, that's not a like a hard, super hard to find bottle, and it's one of their best one. It's a great warm up whiskey. It's low proof. It's really sweet. It's easy to drink. But the one that I'm going to crack into next, uh, the good, good BJ's, good Bourbon Junkies, did another barrel pick, and they sent me one of their barrel pick that they did. Nice. Now I'm a little weird about drinking it because of what it says right here. Okay, does that say 120 proof? Nope. It says BJ's knob. Oh. 
So I feel weird about drinking the BJ's. It looked non. like 120. You're, you're, it was a little. It is a. It, oh. it is 120. Oh, okay. It's 120 proof. 120 proof doesn't bother me. I drink you know high proof whiskey all the time. But BJ's knob and well you know overseas in Britain, what a knob is. It's not like a doorknob. That's what they call a pecker. They call it a knob. So this is the bourbon junkies. So what oh. you're trying to tell me is that you need to drink that while you smoke the Texas Lancero. Pretty much. <laughs> but uh, their last barrel pick they sent me that they did the swordfish oil of the... Um, what the fuck is that? Sagamore. Sagamore rye was fucking delicious. They did a fantastic job. So I'm excited to try. And let me say this. And I don't... Have you drank a lot of Knob Creek in your life, Taylor? No. I've had maybe two bottles of Knob Creek ever. Okay. Anybody in the chat, anybody that's listening that's into whiskey has experienced how shitty Knob Creek's wax is. They oh, arguably yes. have the worst... They have the worst wax like in the game. It crumbles everywhere. It crumbles. It gets fucking everywhere. It's, it's a... I actually I think, opened the first bottle I bought. I cut the wax with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> pulled the cork and got wax all in the fucking bourbon. Yeah. Worst fucking wax awful. in the game. Now, I, I don't know if they've changed it for all their bottles or if this is the new barrel select bottle or if all their bottles are going to this, but the bottle, I don't know if you can tell, has like, it's like waffly. Yeah. You know it. what I mean? It's wavy. It's not flat. So it looks really cool. It's got this, it's got the uh, embossed, um, See, it's embossed and stuff. Like, they didn't have any of these features on the old bottle. So, really cool labeling. I like the new bottles a lot. And the wax came off fucking flawless. I mean, one try, no crumbles, like any other bottle of whiskey. So, so, I, so they I don't figured know they, out wax after all this time. Yeah, I don't know if they changed it or if it's just on their barrel select stuff. You know, on, on I don't know. But this was a Knob Creek wax experience like I've never had. It was fantastic. Sorry, I went on a little bit about that. But thank you again to Dan and Sean, the good bourbon junkies. If you guys have not checked them out, I'm sure most of you have, but definitely go check them out. They have a great YouTube channel. Um, thank them for sending that over to me. I would say that Sean does, but Dan, you know, it's really Sean, but Dan is just there. Just saying. I love them. I love them both. They're both. They're both. They're both great guys, man. Um, the fact that I've dip- only ever like ever interacted with them when either we're live or they're live—that's literally our only interactions. <laughs> and the fact that they immediately just go in on me <laughs> makes me love them more. Right? Like they're those kind. They're those kind of guys. They're 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 our people, yeah. man. They're our yeah. People. Never never they met really me are. before. Never talked to me outside of like one of us being live, and they just right. immediately started talking shit, and I. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. And uh, the cigar I'm smoking right now, uh, I'm like going to be a complete Alec Bradley sellout tonight, but uh, I'm finishing up an Alec Bradley. I forgot what that one was called. Oh, he's going to be in town next week. About that. The, the Coil. I think that's how you say that. Coil. That's the one that I just finished or I'm finishing up now. The, the Coil. I think it's fucking one, face detect. One day you'll learn how cameras autofocus. Coil. And the one that I'm going to be smoking with the whiskey tonight, though, is one of my favorites from them. The come on, baby, come on, baby. Wow, blind, blind faith. 
Blind Faith is one of their best ones, man. It's a great cigar. If I could be smoking a cigar tonight, I would definitely 100% be smoking that last LCA drop. The Buena Ventura. Dude. Oh, my Lord. So Dude, I good. I, I have to get up with my boy Brian. I have not. I've been behind on my videos and stuff, and I have not done the last couple drops. Have you and at least tried the last couple drops? No, no, because, you know, normally. Okay, so Sigabun, if, if, if I didn't care for Sigabun. If I'm going to do a video with them, they send them to me. Right. right? Um, but I, I've been behind, and I haven't done. Sigabun so, was. No, I haven't. I've already told you guys I didn't care for that one. The one before that was uh, what was that? The one uh, I, I don't know how far back it goes. I remember the stew, the both of the Paul Stulaks. They had the Cookie Monster was one. They had the two. Paul Stulak Death Bucket two. The Paul Stulak cigars. Um, shit, I can't remember all of them. I can't either. I, I wish because I I really liked the the one before. Oh, Tai T, Tai T. Tai T was very good, uh, and then so, no, I didn't have that yeah, one. Tai, See, I think I've I think I've missed three. Yeah, Tai T was very good. Um, Singabun, okay. The Buena Ventura, dude, they didn't push it. They didn't. It, I don't even think they posted about it on Instagram. And I think maybe it's because they got burned so hard with that Singabun controversy. Whatever happened there? Um, yeah, dude, I talked to him about that, and that was a weird deal, man. Yeah, but like, they just. I, it didn't. I don't. Push. I. I don't want to get into yeah. it because I don't know how much of that he wants. But it was a really strange situation. Right. And I was like, really? I'm like, well, okay, whatever. Yeah, but it, but um, the I I'm, was so surprised that they didn't push the Buena Ventura. Ooh, somebody just got pulled over right outside my office. Oh, can I tell you about something? I don't think I told you this. You got, you, you got bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do going on out yeah, there? Yeah. So a uh, couple days ago, I'm sitting here. I know I told you about this one. I'm sitting right here where I'm at right now, shooting a video, and somebody knocks on my door. And the owner of the building had just been outside uh, running an angle grinder, so I, like, popped the door open, just I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what's up? And then there's a dude standing there, and he's like, I watch your videos, and I found out where your office is, and I'm like... Oh, yeah, you told me about that. I was like, oh. Okay, yeah, got it. Uh, thanks for watching the videos, but I, I got to get back to work. Thanks. <laughs> you know, like... Well, you know, it was very well, you know, uh, don't please look. I appreciate every single person that watches all my videos and everything. <laughs> just don't show up uninvited. It's it puts me in a really weird spot, and it's just. <laughs> but well, you know, it's it's what it's one of those weird things that like somebody like Casey Neistat or somebody that's huge, and they have a very, you know, obvious place, right? Like middle of New York City. Every video he's showing himself going in and out of the building. It's pretty easy to nail that down. I showed. Right? A little bit of the lower parking lot. I didn't show the neighboring right. building. I just showed the parking lot. <laughs> so right, right. So that's a little weirder. I feel yeah. like you know, yeah. Like, but like, what happened the day after that? Uh, I am driving over the the railroad tracks, turn into this place, and I see a cop like off in the distance when I'm turning in and then I turn into the parking lot here and I back my Land Rover into where I normally park and I see the cop go down the side road. And then I see him turn around and come right back by and whip it into the parking lot and jump out of his car and walk up to my Land Rover. And I'm just like, Oh fuck. Like, Oh shit. And I like open the door and start to get out. And he's like, 
love your channel, dude. I saw the Land Rover and I recognized it and I just wanted to say hey. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, you can't do that. <laughs> like, you're a cop rolling up on me like all hot and ready to go. Like, Jesus, dude. That's, that, that for some reason is way cooler. It's less creepy to it's me. It's way cooler. Yeah. Because one, that's the person I would call about another person knocking on my door uninvited. <laughs> you know, like it's a very different situation. <laughs> well, and at least I will say this, at least you do have an office. Yeah. Right? Like you have an office. If somebody showed up to my house, because I shoot for my house, we'd be having a problem. Like, and again, like you said, I love everybody. Like all my I am extremely grateful for everybody that watches all my stuff, but do not ever show up to my house unannounced. That will not go well for you. Yeah. <laughs> It is, is it is definitely less creepy for somebody to show up at a public space like this. It's still private, yeah. but it's not my house. Um, mm. But at the same time, like, right. still a little weird. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. Chad says you talk about, no, Chad, I invited you. I know you, you knuckle nut. However, if um, I show up at no, Jeremy's house. People, it's different with people you know, obviously. <laughs> but, no, Chad is, Chad, uh, his family is from this area, right? So um, he was coming down to visit family, and he was like, hey, man, are you free? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm free. Come on, man. And like, come on over. So they came by and, and hung out for a little while. Um, hopefully he'll come down and visit family uh, once all this corona stuff dies down, and we can we can visit again. I got to get Chad smoking cigars. Yeah, I've, I've talked to him a little bit about that, I think. Uh, but... Anyway, he's a whiskey man. Oh, he's a whiskey man. Yeah. He's a whiskey man. Uh, but yeah, regarding the the cop, like that was just really cool. And then, you know, casually as we we're talking, he mentioned getting shot on the job. And he told me that he was shot at a Sonic near us um, a few miles away uh -huh. at a mall. There's a Sonic by a mall. And the girl who's shooting and editing for me now, her name is Megan. She texted me back when I had COVID in December. And uh -huh. I remember waking up one morning and seeing a text from her. She said, you guys are not going to believe what just happened to me. I just witnessed a police shooting. I pulled oh up God. into a Sonic, and they started shooting, like, right in front of me. And I bolted out of that place. And this is the cop that got shot while she was sitting right there in the Sonic parking lot. And his partner died, which is a very, very sad story. That cop had been a cop. He had only been on the force for, like, a month and a half. This guy. Oh, my God. This guy had been a cop for nine months and got shot. Oh my Point God, blank. He, he, they were just trying to figure out a like, dude wrecked. Dude wrecked his car. And they were just like, hey, dude, you're okay. And just went off on him. He just yeah. fucking crazy stuff. Hey, dude, you know, I was almost a cop. Like, have you heard that whole story? I'll have to tell that on the podcast yeah, sometime. About it. I'm, I mean, one night when we're not, oh, by the way, we have to mention grooming because somebody said that they bet we wouldn't get to it for at least 30 minutes. So we have to mention it at least so they can lose the bet. They were being a smart ass. I think that I think they're saying that we won't actually talk about it, which you know, eventually we'll get there. Maybe actually, we'll no. Get there. Earlier this week, uh, Monday, I text Jeremy and I'm like, "Hey, what's the topic?" I don't hear a word back. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> no, no. Nothing. I, did you? You got to. You got to admit that was a great list of ideas I sent you. Though. <laughs> so yesterday, I text him in the morning. I'm like, "Hey, podcasting tomorrow. Maybe we should come up with a topic." Nothing. I'm actually going to pull I start, up. I start cooking dinner, and I text him again. I'm like, hey, topics? And uh, he just starts fire-hosing ideas. 
I think these were all great ideas. I'm going to read them out. I think all of them would have agreed with any of these ideas, and they're great. Uh, I don't know why you poo-pooed these. We could have had a great podcast tonight. It would have been fantastic. Where? Damn, how far back does it go? Well, I think we I then it. had a discussion about oh, how there are here no topics on the podcast. The topic is just for the title of the video. The podcast is actually me trying to get to the topic and fighting Jeremy. It's a cat and mouse game that I will always lose. That's it's the true. podcast. That's the fight, right? It's true. So here, here are my ideas, guys. I think these were all excellent ideas. How to wax your taint. Bleaching your butthole 101. How to get skid marks out of your underwear. And then he didn't respond. So I said, why aren't you responding? These are all fucking gold. The correct technique for giving a hot Carl. The definitive guide to buying assless chaps. I thought that was a fantastic one that would have worked well. Aren't all chaps How to get a how to get a hamster out of your ass. I mean, come on. These were, these were all fantastic topics. These are need to know things that the people need to know. Taylor. I have never once in my life needed to get a hamster out of my ass. Just well, then you haven't, you haven't been living my friend. You haven't been living. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Anyway, that's my explanation of, of why we never get to the topic because that's what the podcast is about. We have a topic, but we never get there. Like last week, I had See, a, look, a plan in my head for what we would actually talk about when talking about trucks. We never even got even close to what, what I wanted to talk about. So we have to do another <laughs> truck episode eventually. One day that like Jeremy's also, sick, I'll just hop on here and talk about trucks. <laughs> I'm also laughing at the at the comments because people are saying all winners and somebody says, I'm not even Googling hot Carl, not doing it. <laughs> you shouldn't. You should not. I, uh, I no, actually what the don't even know what a hot Carl, Carl is, so... Uh, yeah, Google it. You t- it's, it's on uh, Urban Dictionary, I'm you sure. You told me not to. All right, should we Urban Dictionary it? Oh, why not? Go ahead. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not It's not a good thing. Nope, it's, it's I mean, really, it's, it's really not. <laughs> We're going to leave that one to the imagination. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, could have, Hot Carl, Cleveland Steamer, you know, all these things are good. That one's probably a little more descriptive, uh, just saying. The hot Carl? No, the Cleveland Steamer. The, the, the Cleveland Steamer. Yeah, those are those are both those are both pretty pretty descriptive. Um, but yeah, yeah. It. I mean, you definitely have a full time job on your hands, wrangling me into keeping me on on. Just task. trying to get a topic out of you, trying to get some photos for the thumbnails, trying to get you to turn on your noise gate. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! One day I'm going to make you edit the podcast. Yeah, I mean, if you want it to get out, you know. See, the thing is, I'm not great in audition. Like, I don't use audition a ton like you do, so I'm not near as, like, efficient in it as you are. And especially now that you have all the presets set up, like, it literally takes you, like, 10 minutes to edit the podcast. And Until you me, start messing would, with your settings. and Yeah, well, <laughs> that will not happen anymore because I have officially labeled... Channel one is the official channel for the podcast, and any other shit will be through channels two through four. Same. I, I, I the reason I thought I didn't realize I had the, I, I thought the pod the noise gate would actually make it harder to edit. Stroke number three. Um, oh, by the way, like, 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 like. Somebody made a fucking smart ass comment last week about me saying like too much that it made their ears bleed. So there, there goes your eardrums. Fuck Jeremy, nuts. 
Like, Jeremy like, uses like. the word like, just like a Gen Z girl does. <laughs> I, I really, I don't even hear my fucking self say it. I, when, it, when I read that comment, I'm like, do I really say like that much? Well, now you're going to hear it and then you're going to stop saying it as much. I, yeah, I guess, man. I, I don't know. I didn't, I don't feel like I do, but I suppose, I suppose it's possible. <laughs> okay. So speaking of, uh, I don't even, that was a horrible, nope. Not even, we're just going to hard cut grooming. <laughs> I just had a Jeremy stroke. No, what the fuck is going no, no, on? No, no, no good segue from a hot Carl to grooming. Okay. No, let's I just... was going to, I was going to make a very bad segue. So we're just going to move on. Just moving on. <laughs> I keep seeing people who are apparently looking up hot Carl in the fucking, in the comments. Everybody's like, oh my God, I'm so terrified. <laughs> Disgusting. That's oh, great. Yeah, I was going to mention, uh, Something about Gen Z girl and then the word grooming. And I'm like, nope, nope. We're going to steer clear that different direction. Synapses were like, we got this. And then I started. You're like, nope. Run away. Not today, Satan. Not today. Not today. Not today. I am not the master Uh, of segues like my old podcast co-host. Not at all. Yeah, the The reason I mentioned grooming is because. And can I say that I hate the word grooming now because it has like a secondary meaning, which is not good. Um, what secondary meaning are you talking about like right now? Grooming a child. Oh yeah, right. well, no. so like yeah, yeah. That's where I'm avoiding well, that. Segue. Yeah. <laughs> well, the re- there is not. I, I, can we I say touch hygiene? On grooming? Say hygiene. Hygiene, whatever. The reason I touch on it occasionally on my channel. Because of beard care or, you know, skin care, whatever. Um, just because I think it's a thing that a lot of guys either neglect or have a... There's a negative connotation around it, I think, with a lot of guys. That, like, oh, like, in some of the I, in some of the videos I've done with, like, beard grooming, they're like, oh, real men don't groom and wash their beard. I just, like, use fucking castor oil mortar oil in it once a month, and that's all a man needs. And I'm like, well... I mean, well, okay. To be, be fair, stick- that would probably be better than not doing anything. I, to be fair, you're you're right, but I mean, it's like I don't know why some people think that having good hygiene is not manly. I think that's an interesting stigma that some people have. Well, I know exactly and I why. Don't it understand is. it? Why? It's an excuse to be lazy. You can be like, it, it, it's not manly to care about your hygiene. So now I can just be, you know, a disgusting fuck. Yeah, and I'm manly, but that's not really how it is. What it what it really amounts to is you're just a disgusting fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you're just a lazy, stinky bitch. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing, you know, and we're gonna go deep on some personal shit here, so whatever. But you know, trimming up downstairs, I've heard people say, "Oh, real guys don't do that." That's that's for you know. And I'm like, well, here's the deal, and I've said this on videos before. You can say what you want to say, but you want to make that area as inviting as possible. If you look like a 70s afro down there and you smell like fucking barn, barn? no girl no th- no girl is going to I thought you were going to go like dick cheese or, you know, a lot of different directions. I did no, not expect it, it goes, barnyard. It goes past that. You know, it can get funky, especially if you got a lot of hair down there, you get must. No girl is going to come within fucking 
30 miles of that area. And that, that's not what you want, right? So how is keeping yourself groomed and maintained, smelling fresh and nice, to attract more ladies, not a masculine endeavor? That doesn't make any fucking sense. And the people that say that are fucking dumb. I, I think I just summed it up pretty easily, right? I think it's just an excuse to be a little bit lazy about it. And you can say that this is what real men do and women should like real men, but that's not the reality. Right. Right. Well, and it's, and it's funny. I have, when I do these videos on my channel, I look, we've talked about this. 99% of people are positive, but you have the 1% of people that are douchebags. But it's funny that I have alternative comments, right? I either have people saying, how are you going to talk about hygiene with that big, nasty fucking beard that you have? Or they say, you primp too much like a damn woman. And I'm like, okay, which one is it? Do, do I primp too much or is it a nasty beard? Like, let's, let's fucking pick okay, a lane. So back in it. the day when I was in the metal band and the hardcore band and all that, that uh -huh. was like excessive because guys were in the scene, scene guys would like straighten their hair and style it and they'd spend hours working on their hair just to go to a show. I remember yeah. that. I was the guy that fucking buzzed his head, threw on a shirt, and went and got on stage. Well, washed my balls kind first, of, but yeah, <laughs> dude, by the way, do, have you ever used ball powder? No, uh, you should try it. It'll change your life. Especially with the fact that you have obviously a high pH in your sweat <laughs> because of you, because of the fact that you rust out, you rust out fucking knives constantly. No, man, I, I forgot why, how I got turned on to it, but there's a bunch of companies that make it now, but dude, it's a, it's a, it's a game changer. It's a game changer, especially if you live in a hot, humid area like we do. You get out of the shower, pop those things with a little fucking ball powder. And, the, and I don't mean just baby powder. I mean, like, they make specific powders for balls. I think Wichmut, that one company makes one. I've never used Wichmut, that one. Well, that one company? The one, the Dollar Shave Club, the, yes. uh, they have, like, a whole line of men's grooming stuff. I think they have one called, like, ball powder or something like that. Chassis is the one that I've used, and it has a cooling effect. Oh, wow. And it's very just nice. Put some, Keeps you dry just put some, uh, all day. What is that shit? That foot powder? Just put some of that in there. That'll have some cooling effects. Nah. <laughs> some tuft actin, tenactin. <laughs> put some fucking athlete's foot spray on there your nuts. You go. <laughs> You're like, why is it fucking tingling? <laughs> oh, God. What's going on? Kind of unrelated. Uh, uh, when I learned that I had scoliosis, I, I also learned about the amazing medical discovery. I don't know. That's not... The invention that is, um, why am I blanking? The shit you roll on, this cooling. Like icy No, hot? no, 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 no. Oh, uh, uh, oh, fuck, I know what you're talking about. Ice, uh, oh, God, what's the name of that shit? completely, like, brain shut down. I, I, I dude, I just had third, fourth stroke of the night. And we're only uh, 30 somebody minutes. In the, somebody in the comments will probably say it. It's, um. I use this stuff, like, every day now. Freeze. Biofreeze. Biofreeze. Bio I was like, <laughs> Dude, bio that stuff freeze. was amazing. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Biofreeze is good. Uh, I wish bio I had some right good. now. My back, you guys probably see me like twitching over here and stretching and stuff. My back is jacked up right now. I wish I had some biofreeze. He, he warned me before the podcast. He's like, you're probably going to see me making a lot yeah, of these. I got a, a pillow behind my back. <laughs> a lot like, of these. Put forward pressure on it. So it's hurting tonight. I don't know why. I mean, I do. I have scoliosis, but. I don't know why it's flaring up right now. 
Biofreeze is good, and there's another one that I forgot. It's a newer one that's actually got like anti-inflammatories in it. It's almost like Ad, it's almost like liquid Advil. Um, I forgot what it's called. I got a bottle of it downstairs. My mom had given it to me because I had hurt my back or something, and <laughs> I gotta, she had. I got a click she, on this. She she had gotten some. <laughs> you guys just okay. That could you guys just okay. A let's stroke. just. Let's just say that saying we shared a stroke could be taken two ways. Oh, that's true. Oh, damn. Well, um. <laughs> either way, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, but anyway, my mom had given me it when I hurt my back one time. She had tried it. And she's like, you should try this stuff. It's really good. And it, it worked really well. It, it's Like I said, it's almost like a liquid lotion Advil. It's, like, it's actually an anti-inflammatory where most of those biofreezes and stuff are more topical like at surface level this actually gets down into your muscle and helps with inflammation anyway. uh chat chat saying um, there's a front on the way there is a serious front headed to both of us right now it's gonna front yeah, like storm front mm. you're not aware of this like i mean I, I knew that we were supposed to get some rain and the temperature was gonna drop yeah but it didn't they're telling us to prepare for tornadoes and shit so oh fuck it's that time of year man it is this is the time. This is the time of year that you start getting all that squirrely, weird weather. Um, but it's not as bad as hurricane season. Well, that's very likely hurricane, why my back hur- is on the fritz right now. Hurricane season is ass. I hate hurricane season. It's one of the main reasons why I want to get a different house in another state. So during hurricane season, I can leave my ass out of the state of Florida and go somewhere else for a few months until the hurricane stops. I fucking hate them. Um, but anyway, so grooming, right? So ball powder. I mean, here's the thing. I'm not suggesting you should spend an hour primping every morning, right? I'm just suggesting keep everything tidy. Keep yourself fresh. Take a fucking shower. Brush your teeth. If you have a beard, take care of it so you don't look like a fucking homeless person. Yeah, see, if I go like a week and a half without trimming and, and just touching up around here, I start to look... Like ragged and haggard and stuff. Like I probably need to cut my hair. It's you know getting kind of the same thing. But my beard, if I don't like stay on top of it, it starts to look horrible. And you know what? Just speaking of the beard, you know what Alex was uh-huh. saying the other day when she said that you look far more like put together than me. She's so nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she was she was saying I that would you not- look more groomed and stuff. And I th- she was like, it's probably because his beard, you know, it actually grows up on his face and stuff. Dude, your beard, I'm looking at it right now, your beard comes down just as far as mine. I think it's just kind of covered mm. up by how big your mustache is. Mm. That, and I cut it down to there. My beard comes up to here. Yeah, see? I have to shave this right here because if, if I let it come up all the way, I look like fucking Team I think Wolf. part of the problem is that my beard is so curly and it's so, it's not long enough to like, you can tie yours up. Mine is just, it looks like pubes. Well, and it also starts right below my lip and grows out. I don't have the yeah. patch that a lot of people have right here. So it's like, it starts right below my lip and comes out. It comes up to here. And then my mustache is quite large these days. I used to keep that stuff trimmed down. So it just, it looks like a lot of hair, but it, it's, it's, it's not really that. Yeah, much. Mine won't grow really much higher than this. Um, and it, and nothing grows in these little spots. And my mustache yeah, I have one won't spot. Grow. Shit. 
I kept mine. You know, I used to be a firm, short mustache guy. I used to keep my mustache shorter, even with my long beard, because they they are problematic. Long mustaches are a pain in the ass. Like, you eat, food gets in them, you drink, stuff gets in them. I like, end up, if I let it grow, I end up chewing it off. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always in the way. So, for a long time, I kept it short. But then, with how long my beard was, I started looking at pictures of me. It, you know, you ever, like not notice how you look until you see a picture of you or you watch a video of yourself and you're like, one day something just clicks and you're like, hmm, I don't know if I like that. One day, all, all of a sudden, I realized time. I looked Amish. All the fucking time. Right, I looked I looked Amish. I'm like, what the fuck is... The beard is way too long for that short of a mustache. Like, it was uneven. There was there was no balance, right? So that's when I started growing my, my mustache out, just to balance things I don't, out. But I will say, it was way easier when I kept yeah, it Yeah, I don't cut... This area, but right here drives me fucking crazy. But it doesn't it doesn't grow I, that long. I let it go for like two months and it didn't get any more full. I still have the, the old reverse Hitler, you know? No, dude. Mine will grow completely over my mouth so it looks like a fucking Muppet. All you would see is just hair moving. You wouldn't even see a mouth. So like it's what we see now, right? Even worse. <laughs> like you can you can at least see my bottom lip. Like if I let it grow, it would easily grow down because I sweep it to the side when I when I uh, brush it in the morning. So when you I usually hit it with a blow dryer too. You come in from like the top angle and lift. <laughs> you know, well, my buddy Jason Dagner, um, who I haven't talked to Jason in a long time, but um, anyway, he was uh, had a, he had a very long beard even before I grew my beard out, and he always kept a real long mustache. And there are some tricks to the trade, right? If you have a long, but one, cut all your food up into one inch strips, right? Like. Eating a hamburger just like that, it's not going to happen. You got to at least cut that hamburger in half so that you can fit it in here. Because if you try to take a bite of a whole hamburger, it's you're eating your fucking mustache. There's shit everywhere. It's it's a complete disaster. So you have to cut stuff into, up into strips to be able to fit it in the little bit of a hole you have to get through here <laughs> without hair getting in the way. Straws are your best friend. Do you drink your whiskey you through a straw? <laughs> no, because whiskey, I don't mind if it gets a little in the mustache. But like coffee, I usually almost always drink it out of a Yeti with a lid because it, you know, pushes the mustache out of the way and it keeps my mustache out of the actual stuff. Um, my this my Yeti with water, I always have a straw in it. There, there are some tricks to the trade to, to dealing with a, a big mustache. Uh, or you could be like me and you just can't grow one, so it doesn't matter. Or you can just cut it off. Yeah. But hey, my beard is starting to actually I, uh, get some some girth to it, dude. You got to grow it out. Bro. I haven't. This is a year and a half. I was doing the math because I cut it when Eleanor was probably about four months, and she's almost two years old now. She'll be two years in in the beginning of May, and I cut it when she was four months old because she reached up in the middle of the night and like oh, yeah. grabbed like two hairs and just yanked, and I was mad. I was like, Argh! and. I, I woke up the next morning. It was gone. It was over. It. Oh, dude! By the by, the way, your best friends. In yeah, chat. I saw him. I'm ignoring him. Dan, <laughs> my buddy Dan. I talked about your release, buddy. I'm gonna have a little bit of this here in just a few, Dan. I'm I can't. Excited I can't it. wait to break into my bottle too. You know, which bottle? Are you? Did you put one away? You had Woodford and that, that was which one? Did you? You, you missed the joke. Which which one did you have? I, oh, I, I don't cause, have a knob because you because yeah. you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it 
think I can get let Dan off the hook without giving him shit? Hell no, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I get it. I get it. You got. You got to get. Yeah, like he's laughing. You got to give him a little bit of shit. It's okay. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna. You know I'm, I'm, gonna I'm, I'm gonna break out a, a bourbon that's even better. D- okay. Well, I don't know that you have I, one. I know better. I do for a fact. Prairie bourbon from High West. <laughs> See, now you're just trying to instigate a fight. That's all you're trying to – them's fighting words, son. Them's fighting words. Um, I'm actually saving – A, I wanted to warm up, like I said earlier, because it's 120 proof. And I'm also saving – because Dan said that it is an excellent cigar uh, bourbon. So I am saving cracking into this blind faith. I'm going to have it with a blind you know faith. Since Dan's here, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go get some prairie bourbon. <laughs> That's hurtful. Dan, he's he he's he's like, I knew it. <laughs> he said I hundred percent I can't hear I me. Can hear uh he said I hundred percent knew he'd say that. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, that's too good. That is too good. This this is for you, Dan. Soak it in. Not just anybody just would so- do this for you. Soak it in, buddy. Soak it in. I'm trying to think of any other since we're grooming. Uh, to talking about beard grooming, since we're talking about grooming, do you have a beard oil that you like? Yeah, we're we're gonna sound like shills right now, but uh, beard brand. Dude, I will fully own. You know, people say shill, and I think the definition of a shill is that you have monetary involvement with the company, right? Well, like, it, it's it, the term shill. Really, I think is meant to be used. For someone who has no morals, will take money to say good things about just about anything, right? And see, and we've had this conversation many times about how my outlook on how I deal with sponsors and, and companies that I work with, and that's normally I only work with the companies that I already use their products, right? I think Dan might have been right okay. about this shit. It's <laughs> 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 not good. <laughs> so, See now, now, now that now that you've had oh here it's a we frame go. of reference thing, right? I haven't had this since I opened the bottle. See now, Dan's picking a fight with me, uh, but he's right. So Dan, you and I are back on the same side. Taylor is is right about one hundred percent. No, he's not right. Me and Dan had a full argument about seltzers the other day. Seltzers are fucking bullshit. Okay, here's the thing: seltzers are fucking alcoholics and underage women that are trying to drink, okay? That's what seltzers are for. Because here, here's my argument on the seltzers. Can you stay on topic for five seconds? Okay, okay sorry, you're right. <laughs> Let me finish what I was saying. Um, I, 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 it worked, guys. It worked. Anyway, Holy shit. Right? So, and that's a whole thing. We're going to go back to the fucking seltzers for sure. But you're right. We need to stay on topic for at least five more minutes. Um, at 9 o'clock, we'll go off topic. Um. But yeah, so I, I'm weird about the way I deal with companies that I work with. I only work with companies that I usually have already used their products before they reach out to me, blah, 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 just to avoid there being any of that shillness. But um, I've used Beard Brand for years, and a lot of people give them a little bit of gruff because they are one of the more expensive ones out there. I mean, Beard Brand shit is not cheap. I ain't going to sit here and try to play that they're the most fucking budget-friendly beard oil you can buy. But I will say their packaging is top-notch. The ingredients they use are fantastic, and they have some of my favorite scents that of any beard oil I've had, which is why I use their yeah. stuff. Old money is fucking joy. Old money is good. Uh, all I got, you like Temple. Smoke all I more, got right? from old money, or like for the old money, was the soap. So I didn't get a really good 
feel for how. Yeah, the soap the soap isn't super yeah. fragrant, right? Uh, it's, but it's, I got Temple yeah. Smoke Beard Oil from them. Really good. I still use it today. In fact, I think I put it on this morning. But even before I ever worked with Beard Brand, I was using their white product line. I didn't know that there was a difference between the white labels and the gold labels. White label you can get at Target. It's like $13 for a tub of, of beard oil. And I love that. There's a, I can't remember the name of it, but it's it's got like a cedar smell to it. Isn't it like timber or? Um, uh, so I can't remember, but it, it smells so good. I don't ever use the white line. I've always That's used actually the my favorite because... beard oil is the, the white label because it smells like cedar. I fucking love cedar. See, I don't like the foresty smell and stuff. I like old money because it reminds me of like, leather and like it reminds me of like the way an old cigar room smells like with like some whiskey and leather and i mean right that's the notes that are supposed to be in it so it's called old money right right? it's supposed to smell like and um it's just fucking glorious i love it i used to like three vices too or was it three vices or four vices four vices i think they had but i think they stopped making that one um i think they did stop making uh i I don't know there was there was a big thing about when i did my ad they had stopped using yeah, it. Yeah, and then they did a Temple Smoke. full video on four vices like a week later. <laughs> so I don't know. Temples, they're all, all the gold line shit smells fantastic. You can't go wrong with any of it. My personal favorite has been and always will be old money. I just really like the way that smells. Um, but using a good beard oil is crucial. Yeah, I agree. And also, and all, and also like a balm, See, right? I don't know if you use their, do you use I their use beard the balm? balm, not the oil. See, I use both. Because, see, the oil does a really good job at getting down at your skin, right? And, like, getting you can really work it in there and get it at the roots and stuff and um, help keep your skin nice and conditioned and you know, so you don't get dry, itchy, flaky beard. You ever see some people, they scratch their beard and it fucking snows? Yeah, um, I don't have that issue. You get, if you use some good beard oil, that usually goes away. Um, but then I like the beard balm because it coats the hair a little bit and helps with flyaways, right? It doesn't have like a high hold. It's not like a heavy wax kind of product, but it has just enough that it kind of helps with the See, you probably don't have this issue because when, what do you do with your sunglasses? If you're out and about, you go inside a store, what do you do with your sunglasses? I either put them on my head or the back of my neck. See, I like to hang them on my shirt. I can't because it gets fucking oil from my beard all over my sunglasses. Yes, I, it's a fucking it's nightmare. I, now, I do nightmare. have sunglasses that are magnetic, so I can't do it in the winter because I, I have long sleeves on. But in the summer, when I have short sleeves, I have sunglasses that are magnetic, and they just stick to my sleeve. And that's awesome. But Yeah, that's nice. But that's I can't. Nice. The sunglasses, I usually put them just up on the brim of my hat. Normally, I will 100% of the time forget they're there. Every time. And then I'm like, fuck, I lost my oh, sunglasses. I, <laughs> you know, panic mode every single time. So I stopped. I could. I I've for sure done that or done something for getting there up there that was a little bit too of a jerky motion and flung them off my head and they've gone flying. Oh. Um, somebody said beard oil and beard balm is far too much grooming. It's, it's not really, you've really gotta, not. So for me, in particular, it takes if if the minute and a half it takes you to put two things on your beard is too much grooming then. I don't, I don't know how to help you, son. I, I <laughs> like, only I do beard to... balm, and I used to do it like every other day. Uh, now I do it every single morning. I I can't. So if I'm straight out of the shower, I can just run a comb straight through my beard, no problems. But if I, like say the next day, if I don't shower or I shower at night and I wake up and um, 
I, I can't comb through my beard. Like as soon as my beard dries, you cannot run a comb through it. And I, I well, you got a curly beard like me, man. So that shit's like yeah. As soon as know, it dries, it's, it's, it's hard you cannot to get, get a comb through it. And, and it, you got to get a bore bore bristle brush, man. Works really well when your beard starts getting well, longer. What I've and learned it, is that if I start to work the balm in it when I wake up. I can slowly work a comb through it, and uh, it looks ten times better if I if it I does. put some balm in it and comb it. If I don't, it looks it matted and weird, and like it gets misshapen, and it won't like it just looks fucking weird if I don't balm it every morning. Now, the gentleman that said, uh, and I, I don't remember who said it, um, I, or I would use his name. Sorry that I'm just saying the gentleman, but anyway, that said that he. Uh, sorry, my son was about to come in here. Podcast, buddy. Okay. <laughs> um, that said that he thought beard oil and beard balm was too much is really going to shit his pants. He's going to need the how to remove skid marks from your pants uh, topic we were going to talk about um, when I say this. Because I also use mustache wax and a blow dryer. So now here's the thing. With all that, it takes me less than five minutes. It's not like a huge, you know, it's not like I spend 30 minutes in the fucking mirror with all this stuff. It's like I've got it down to like a five-minute right. thing. I jump out of the shower. I put some I put some beard oil on my hand, rub that through, get it down on my skin and stuff. I let that chill for a minute while I put some deodorant on and fucking like, you know, all the other shit lotion on the elbows so you don't look ashy and shit and all those things. After that soaked in for a, a minute or so, I put the beard, balm, the beard balm on and then I blow dry it for like, it takes about a minute, minute and a half to blow dry it. And it's done under five minutes and it goes from my beard being like this and my cheeks puffing out like this far to being a bit more Gandalfish laying down a little smoother, a little easier to deal father with. Father time, you may say. Father time. Embracing the full father time, ZZ Top, Gandalf, uh, Dumbledore. I've heard I will be right back because um, I have to grab something that I should have grabbed before we started, but. Grab, grab away. Something. Do it. But, yeah, I mean, it takes me like less than five minutes. And then everything's good. The beard's in good shape. The beard's healthy. The beard smells good so the wife doesn't, you know, not want to be near me. And it looks somewhat presentable. Some people still say it looks like crap, but I think it looks fairly presentable for as much hair as I have grown out of my face. Um, but yeah. I mean, you know, it, it doesn't uh, – somebody just made a comment – that's the same amount of time for a, a shave. Yeah, it probably takes me the same or less than it does for somebody who shaves every day. Um, I stopped shaving, well, mainly I wanted to grow a beard, but I also used to have a big problem with ingrown hairs when I shaved. And that's one of my favorite things about having a beard is not dealing with ingrown hairs because, man, my neck used to get, especially my neck for some reason, I guess because my hair grows in like 15 different directions on my neck, I would always get razor bumps and ingrown hairs on my neck, something same. horrible. I haven't, um, and that's one of my favorite things about having a beard is that I, I don't haven't clean shaven in, I don't know, fifteen years. So, and it, it's I haven't since I was in the police it's because of that. Like my face would break out, like not pimply, it would get like razor burn and rashy, and like it looked fucking gross. Yeah, so it's brutal. Shaving's brutal. Man. So, not to mention, there's the old saying of, if hair wasn't intended to be in your face, it wouldn't grow out of it. Man, let the hair grow, bud. Uh, you use that logic, and you are also advocating for hair in other places. So, 
I'm not saying you should shave your pubes off and look like you're 10. I'm just saying the same thing as I trim my mustache and I trim the beard up and I cut the ends off to keep it looking groomed and maintained. I'm just saying keep that area maintained too, man. So this is uh, shifting gears a little bit, but this is absolutely one of my favorite things that I've discovered since I started my YouTube channel. Oh, no, I know what you're going to say. This is this is fully in the grooming category. This isn't shifting well, it's gears. Well, shifting gears from beards. Uh, but yeah, bar none, good. this shit right here is some of the best shit. Hustle. Musk and hustle. No, that's not. Musk and hustle. And this is specifically number 24. I love musk and hustle and what they do, but the number 24 is a grand slam. It's so good. Like, you smell it. I want to try to explain. Is that the one that you said was supposed to taste like, smell like Creed or Aventus whatever that Creed, one really yeah. is? This is their Aventus take Creed. on it. And some people don't like that because they're Dude, like, I've... isn't that just knocking it off? No, it's a take on something. It's like if you were to cover a song, right? It's more like that than like making a knockoff knife, in my opinion, because they don't Dude. know how Aventus Creed is made. So they have to sit here right. and craft something to... St- to smell similar. It's not the exact same. It's their take. Right. And and it is different than taking apart something, 3D scanning everything and making the exact same thing and selling it for a tenth of the price. It's a very different thing. It is very cheap compared to Aventus Creed, which is like a two or three hundred dollar cologne, like eight ounce bottle. Um, this for this uh I think this is four ounces. I think this is four ounces. That looks not four that ounces. Look like four ounces. Maybe it's a, it looks like a, that looks like an ounce. It's, and I mean, you got to think an yeah, ounce yeah, is like a shot yeah, glass. Yeah, yeah. It's not four, four ounces. Uh, these no, no, these four are ounces. their little samplers. I cannot remember what size these are. They have little samplers, so you can get a sample kit. I'm going to say I never heard of that Aventus Creed until you mentioned it one day, and I went and looked that stuff up. Holy fucking shit, that stuff's expensive. It is, and it's not easy to <laughs> my, find. My God. Dude, it's like for like a one-ounce bottle of that shit, it's like two or $300. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it, what? it's not very big and it's very expensive. What? This right here is 20 bucks. And they say it'll last a month, but one of is these it, usually lasts me several months, like two, three, four months. Is it thin like cologne or is it like oily? Like, it's like not oily. It, it just rolls on and it's, it's more, I mean, it is kind of like a hint of that oily. But I mean, is it? But I mean, is it like thicker than cologne or is it super watery it's, like cologne? Does it have alcohol? It's very watery. Very, very, watery. very light, oily feel to it, but it's watery. Like even after you know that, hand, you can see that I've got some, you can still see it on my index. Finger, yeah. But it goes yeah. away very quickly. Oh well, because, you know. You've got like a pine scent and citrus. I don't know what. Usually, citru- usually citrus and pine type stuff has a. Nice, fresh, it's very, kind of very fresh and clean smelling. Like I um, wouldn't mind if my household cleaner also smelled like this. Just <laughs> <laughs> you know, not to mark out again for beard brand, but you know they started making all their stuff in like a cologne type stuff yeah. also. So you can you can go full old money, beard oil, beard balm, mustache wax, fucking uh, deodorant, cologne, shampoo, body bar. Like you can fucking old money it out and just use everything. And that's pretty much what I do these days is I just use everything old money from beard brand, just old money it out. Cause I love that shit. I will sometimes use a little bit of, uh, aqua de Gio makes a black one 
and I can't think of what it's called. It's not, you know what aqua de Gio is, right? I think everybody smelled I, aqua de Gio cologne. So the um, notes on this number 24 really quickly are pineapple, birch, shoot. and musk. Pineapple, that is the weirdest. Like, that seems like it would smell really good, but I don't think I've ever heard of pineapple, birch, and musk. Anything with musk in it, oh I like. Oh, my God, it just smells so good. I could smell it all day. Like, okay, so when I first heard about musk and hustle, it was through John Smith or 875 FPS over on Instagram, Brassworks, uh, and he used uh-huh. it, and he introduced me to it, and I had I don't even know what happened. It just showed up in my P.O. box one day, and they sent two samplers and one bottle of number 24. And uh-huh. I opened this, smelled it. And I'm like, holy shit, that's all I ever need to smell. I don't know that I've ever used any of these. And there are 12 in each container. There's so many. Because you hit that one I've, and you're like. I've opened them up and smelled them, but I don't think I ever put any of the other ones on. I think I might have like once or twice. But this is, to me, this is overwhelming. This is overwhelming. Yeah, that's 24 cents. Yeah, that's, that's like, a lot of choices. That's a lot to, to go through, but this right here, uh, I, I almost ran out. So what happened is I got it, I mentioned it in a video, and they sold out. And then Peter was asking me for his <laughs> own recommendation. I, re- I me- recommended number 24 from Musk and Hustle. He bought yeah. it, posted about it, and they sold out hardcore. Again. <laughs> yeah, like they sold out in yeah. two minutes. Uh, and I was about to run out, and it wasn't back yet, and I'm like, what am I going to do? Uh, and lo and behold, I go and check my PO one day and they said, we know you love this stuff so much. Here you go. And there was another bottle. And then, that's um, awesome. this Christmas, that was, I think like last Christmas or something. this Christmas, they sent me a refill for these. So I have two number 24 rollers that are full. <laughs> this is how much I love this you stuff. Know, Look at this. And, I, and, I, and that's this is another like, interesting topic, like right? Liquid gold is, right here. That's the, that's the stuff. That's another interesting topic is that like some guys don't like to wear cologne and I get that, but here's the thing. You don't have to wear cologne to be well groomed, no. right? As long as you're showered up and you're fresh and you got on deodorant and you're clean, you're not going to smell bad. Right. Um, I like to use some form of cologne a lot. So I'm like I said, I'll use the, um, the old money from beard brand. I'll use that black bottle uh, it's 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 aqua de Gio, but it's a black bottle i think somebody said in the chat what it's called but well, um, somebody said that my discount or, code still works for musk and hustle so that's uh 25 percent oh, nice. off uh so you can get nice. this for 15 bucks actually so that's cool but and they also have these little leather sleeves for them which is a really cool addition i tell you another thing that i love and it's super cheap and it's super old school and you might call me a boomer for liking this stuff but it's um oh what's it called it's the stuff they use in the barber that's in the green. It's the, uh, oh shit. What's it called? I have brute? a bottle of it downstairs in my, I, no, not brute. Jeremy uses brute. It's got like a, let's be real club, cl- clubman, clubman. You ever seen it's called like panade or something like that. Clubman. It's like use the green bottle powder. They use at a barber to put on you. You know what I'm talking about? They also make an aftershave. Dude, the stuff's been around for like, Fucking 150 years. I mean, seriously, it's been around forever. Like, my, I think my grandfather probably used this shit. Okay, um, and it's cheap. It's just boomer. like cheap. It's just cheap aftershave, man. I think you can get it on Amazon for like $10 a bottle. 
They make a powder that you can use for after, you know, you, you get haircuts. They make an aftershave. They make a, a, a hair tonic. That tells you how old this shit's been around, hair tonic. Like, what the fuck is even hair tonic? But, man, the shit smells great. Like, it smells good. And I, I, a lot of times I'll slap that on if I'm just going to be around the house and I'm not going out anywhere just because it smells good. Jared wears like brute and you can smell them three doors down. Must be <laughs> I don't wear brute. <laughs> uh, dude, Clubman is, it, it's just, it's like, it's, it's a weird smell. Like it smells kind of fresh, like baby powder, but at the same time, it's got some kind of muskiness to it. Like, I don't know how to explain the smell of it, but it smells fucking like, awesome. And all I know is that I just want this like mounted right here. So you can smell it all the time. <laughs> somebody, some, somebody said in the chat earlier that you were about to fucking have a, a, a Taylor gasm in your pants. Put a little bit on my, Oh God. Yeah. Just put a little, Put a little on the mustache, and then you can, you know, just smell it. I, I don't know how to explain I, it. I like, will. S- I've, I've I've had things in my life that I like the smell of, but I've never really gravitated uh, towards something quite as much as this. Like it's they nailed it. Here's the problem, though. When you wear something like that all the time, have you gone no? Have you gone I don't, nose? I don't wear it every five? day. Have you gone nose blind? No. Oh, okay, because you know how you go nose blind to shit, and then like I you have, can't smell it anymore. I have and other when, colognes. I have Polo Blue and stuff at home. That like I'll just rotate that, so it's not always the same smell. That's when you end up smelling like a French whore, right? Because <laughs> you can't because you can't you can't smell it anymore. So you just keep piling it on, and it doesn't take that much cologne, by the way. It's just like a couple little couple small sprays, yeah. right? And depending um, on what it is, if you depending it, on what it is, maybe one, like one and like walk through from the a shit. distance. <laughs> I know a yeah, person like sprayed in I the know air a person and, who you can smell them before you see them. And after they're gone, it lingers. It's not a bad smell. It's just <laughs> right. overwhelming. Like, it, well, and that's what happens when you when you wear something all the time and you go nose blind to it because you don't smell it anymore. So you just fucking slather it on, and then everybody else around you is like, "Oh my god, it's so strong." <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I would rather somebody have a very strong, good smell than smell like an old fucking foot. But you know, still. Appropriate I, I like to have some sort of cologne bad. on every day, and I, and I don't go overboard with it. It's just like just a little spritz, just, just a yeah. little bit, and it, it gives me peace just, of mind in knowing that I at least don't smell like shit. <laughs> like I know I don't because right. I bathe all the time and I groom myself. You know, I wash my right. face and scrub my armpits and whatnot. But uh, just in case. Oh, here's an, here here's an interesting. This is this is an interesting topic. I'm going to pour some of this bourbon junkies whiskey though. Cause I'm cranking out the, the old blind face. Yeah, you wish whiskey. it was as good as this shit though. Ooh. Let's see. Did we send you any of the glens like this? Mm-hmm. I have you a glen. It's not the okay. face. It's the leaf and barrel. I think we were out of the face one. I can send you something. I'm going to get back. We get back in. Um, this is an interesting topic, and I forgot. Was it Chad? I forgot. I think I feel like it was Chad or somebody like that that we were talking about this. And I would be interesting, uh, interested to hear your take and see what the people in chat say about this. Some people apparently, apparently, think that you don't have to wash your feet. That when you're taking a shower soap up and just the soap running down your legs and over your feet 
in the water is enough to clean your feet. They don't actually wash their feet. I put soap soap in a loofah, and I squeeze it uh-huh. over my head, and that's how I shower. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go in there for at least a second. I, dude, I was listening. I'm like, okay, let's hear what this fucker's technique is. I thought I thought he had some fucking next level shit he was about to go into. He's talking about loofahs. He's exfoliating. He's taking grooming to a new level, ladies and gentlemen. I grab um, my pumice stone. No, hit <laughs> right, but 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 no, man. Like, I was a little appalled to know that people don't fucking wash their feet. Also, they don't wash their ass. They think that the water that runs down their ass crack is enough to clean their ass, like. You gotta, you start, you wash it all, man. You wash the whole thing. Everything on your body needs a little scrubbing. Just water running over it is not sufficiently washing it. Let's just fucking be clear. I think it. Would you disagree? No, scrub every inch, all of it. Do you? Does does it not disturb you that some people don't wash? It doesn't surprise me. I mean, shit. I was sitting at a coffee shop a few months ago. I say a few months ago, pre-pandemic. And I, I, I was no more than, no, no closer, mind you, than probably 10 feet from a guy, and he smelled like literal shit. <laughs> like, he smelled. I don't know why that's so funny. He smelled <laughs> like he shat in his hand and just smeared it like, bro. I oh, I don't man. know. Maybe he sharted and didn't realize, or like yeah, I was about to say maybe it was maybe it was but, a shark, bro. Could have been a shark, bro. I was a good ten feet from could've that been guy. Could have been a shark. Have you ever sharted? I've never sharted. Tell you what, though, my Dude, son I did one time. That's all he does. We call him Shart and Martin. I did one time, and it was disturbing. I it never happened to me, so I I uh, you know thought that I could trust it, and one time. I don't know what was what had happened, but it, it was not good. I, I, I had to, I, my day was ruined. I had to I had to throw the underwear out. I had to fucking shower. It, it was a mess. I was like, this is fucking a disaster. <laughs> sorry, I, I felt the need I mean, to start going through these in the middle of the podcast. I'm sniffing all of them. Sorry, but yeah, I, I forgot who it was that we were talking to about that, and they were appalled also. Yeah, no that. That, I, that pe- I'm not surprised. People didn't but wash. Yeah, it's gross. Like, clean yourself, dude. Do you remember? Did you ever watch this? Talking about the shark. Did you ever watch? Uh, what was the show called with with Rob Deerdick and the guy Big? Robin Big. <laughs> was it? Was the show called Robin Big? Yes. Or was it like called? It was called else? Robin was Big. It called Robin Big. <laughs> Do you remember Robin uh, Big talking about the man pond? Look at what was that show with <laughs> I Rob and Big? <laughs> do, do you Rob remember? Big, Jeremy. <laughs> Bi- do you remember Big talking about the man pod? No, I do not. Oh my god, dude! Big was hilarious. Big was a very large. Did he pass away? Okay. I, think I he hope did. not, dude. He was awesome. I loved that. He I passed away. Oh, dude, that's I don't know. horrible. Maybe, let me let me clarify before I spread some false. That's horrible if he did, man, because I always liked that guy. But anyway, he was a big fella, okay? So I would imagine he ate a lot of food that potentially gave him bubble guts, and I think he had a little bit more Yeah, he died in 2017. Ah, oh, man, I fucking hate that. Yep. Really? Damn. I like that guy. He seemed like a good dude. I mean, I didn't know him. You know, he's on TV. Maybe he was an asshole. I don't know. No, he, he seemed, seemed like, like a, a big old city bear. 
he seemed like a big old teddy bear and he always made me laugh and he just cracked me up. I, I thought he had a good personality. But anyway, he called it the man pond, right? Obviously a take on the tampon. He, <laughs> to, to avoid the shark, he would roll toilet paper up into a cylindrical <laughs> thing and then, and then stick it in his ass crack. He wouldn't actually put it in the butthole, but he would just wedge it in his ass crack so that if he had a shark, the, the, the toilet paper would get caught by the man pond and it wouldn't I cause a problem. I do that. <laughs> Dude, so Christ. funny. That's, uh, it's a shame that the inventor of the man pond is no longer with us, dude. That, that's horrible. He was a young guy. I guess it was his weight probably sure. got him. He probably had like a heart attack or something maybe. I, I mean, I hate to assume that, but I mean, he was a very big fella. My Lord, dude, um, I have been through all 12 of these and not one of them smells anything less than amazing. I'm not shilling for Musk and Hustle. Like, I have a coupon code. I don't get shit for it. Uh, it's not an <laughs> right? affiliate. It's just a coupon. And, uh, dude, every single one in this, like, they're not oh. all the ones that I would pick myself, but every single one of these smells really good. Sorry. I keep coming back to it. And to that's only of one I'm of the samplers. I'm trying, to think of, I'm trying to figure out what I'm smelling with this, this bourbon junkies pick here. Well, I'm smelling, I'm smelling good. all of the things now because I just – Put 12 colognes on my yeah. head. <laughs> Not the time to try to smell whiskey, by the way. Don't don't try to give me any notes on any of your whiskey now that you've <laughs> fucking got musk and hustle. Chad, just keep watching Taylor up. <laughs> <laughs> you damn addict. <laughs> Dude, he is. He's over there like fucking, what was what was Dave Chappelle's character? Uh, so fucking over there like yeah. fucking itching White his shit, powder all over you know? his face. <laughs> yeah, it looked like he just ate a fucking powdered donut. great now. Or, or at least my nose, the insides of it. I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah. Somebody said he had a heart attack. That's a shame, man. That sucks. I can't put my... This doesn't smell like any... I was about to say, this doesn't smell like any knob I've ever smelled. <laughs> Go around smelling knobs, do you? <laughs> Anybody from England's going to appreciate that. Um, <laughs> it doesn't smell like Knob Creek, though, to me. That Amtrak was moving. Finger on. This is 120 proof, so we'll see if this shit's gonna knock my teeth out. That is that is some high octane stuff. Ooh. Oh man, that's really good. That was not what I was expecting at all, though. It is a little hot. I wouldn't say it drinks hotter than 120. I'd say it drinks about like a 120. That was the first sip, though. They usually get a little smoother after the first one. Well, everybody... I'm trying to figure out what I'm tasting there, though. It, it's, it's kind of throwing me back because it doesn't... I have kind of in my head what Knob Creek generally tastes like. And, I mean, given different bottles of Knob Creek vary depending on the year and the whatever. But there's generally kind of a, a vibe with Knob Creek. And that does not remind me of Knob Creek at all. Well, all I ask of you guys that are watching and listening, you guys need to go to Dan from the Bourbon Junkies and let him know that this is truly an amazing bourbon. The High West American Prairie Bourbon. Tell him it's the best thing you've ever had in your life and that if you could have only one whiskey <laughs> until the end of time, it would be the American Prairie Bourbon from High West. That's all I'm asking. Please do that for me. Thank you. <laughs> Man. This is really, this is really, it's really good. It's very interesting. I'm having a hard time getting my head around it though, because it's 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 unique. It's a lot different. 
Does it taste like a brisk summer walk? No, like, it's not like that. There, there's, I want to say there, there's like a darkness in there that I'm trying to put my finger on. I don't know if it's like a raisin it's flavor. Spring morning. That I got hit with it. It, it almost strangely enough, and Dan's probably going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't think he's in here anymore. But it almost kind of reminded me. <laughs> Calvin. Calvin's from England. Uh, he's from uh, over there. So he totally gets it. He's like, how the hell do you know what a knob smells like? I'm just saying, Calvin, you missed the beginning of this podcast, maybe. We were talking about He was talking shit. about knob slobbing. Just saying. <laughs> I want to say it. there was a hint of it there for a second that reminded me of a Texas whiskey. And I know, like I said, I don't think Dan's in here, but he's probably going to, if he sees it, it's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about, Jeremy? But Texas whiskey has a distinct, like, dark kind of funk to it that, like, it's hard to put your finger on, but it's like the Texas funk, a lot of people. And for a second, it hit me with that. I still have yet to try a Texas whiskey because, you know, you're supposed to have the bourbon drinkies on, and you're supposed to send out samples of Texas whiskeys, and then... You know, six months later, here we are. Hmm. We both had some <laughs> shit fall apart. It's coming. Yeah, I. There is like a darkness in there. It's it's almost like a. It's not. It's nice. It's got some sweetness. It's it's like a raisin. It's like a raisin note that I'm getting, or maybe like somebody had said prune, right? Like a prune kind of flavor, like a prune or a raisin, like a dark sweetness, like a, a dark kind of fruit sweetness. There's not, I'm not getting nuttiness, which is weird. I normally get nuttiness in Knob Creek and I'm not getting it yet. I'm going to keep drinking. Sometimes it pops up, but you, it's really you good. Said there was some darkness to it. And the only thing that came to my mind was asking you if you believe in a thing called love. I don't know why. I felt the urge to say it like eight <laughs> times and I had to, <laughs> I had to hold it out. <laughs> Man, it's, it's really good though. Um, it, it drinks like 120, though. It's got some ass on it. Uh, somebody asked if, if we have Walmart has a liquor store. No. North Carolina, you have to buy from designated ABC stores. So all they sell is liquor. So you have to go to a store that specifically has liquor. That's it. And you would think that would make for a really good selection, but it doesn't because they stock what people drink, and what most people drink around here is cheap bourbon, vodka, all, you know, Tito's and not Tito's. Uh, what is it? Uh, starts with the B. Burnett's, like the cheap stuff. Like that's what most people. I mean, obviously there are some people that have uh, better taste, but most of the ABC stores around here just stock like the standard stuff. And and I don't know that it's actually you, like that. I don't know if it's more of like less of a demand thing and more of an availability thing. I think there's a, a certain rhyme and rhythm to or not rhyme and rhythm but at least some sort of reason to the distribution and who gets what but yeah for me unfortunately i'm in an area which doesn't get gifted any good bottles not gifted but you know what i mean i think i know what it is i think it's a little bit of like a raisin or a prune i think there's a little bit of a like a darker chocolate kind of thing and like a sweet tobacco flavor I think that's what's in there that I'm tasting. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Old Forester 1910, a little bit. Old Fine Whiskey. Kind of reminds me a little bit of that. And Dan had told me it goes really well with a cigar. America. And I think I know why he said, because usually the, the whiskeys that I found that have those darker kind of flavors, 
like your your raisin, your prune notes, your chocolates, your coffees, your stuff like that, leather. Shit like that normally goes well with a cigar. And it does. It goes really good with this Blind Faith. It's a good cigar whiskey for sure. But that's what I think is in it, which is weird because that doesn't remind me of Knob Creek at all. It was really, it, it fucked me up for a second. I had a hard time with the flavors because I was expecting the things I normally get in Knob Creek and I didn't get any of that. Um, but anyway, really I good. just want to reiterate that I wish I could be smoking a cigar right now, but I can't, unfortunately. There's also another issue that I haven't talked about with you or even on the podcast. Um, there's a company that- in this building that prints fabrics mm-hmm. and uh-huh. they store their fabrics right down the hall. And if I'm smoking a cigar and I don't have that ventilation just right, I'm gonna I'm oh, gonna yeah, you'll get piss all the fabric stinking. Off, those people off. So yeah, yeah I gotta sure. I can't just be like, let's try this. Otherwise, I would just open this door. There's a door five feet to the right of me, right out into the open, and I would open it and try to just vent out like I did before. I can't do that because if it goes this way and seeps under the door, I'm gonna make some people mad. What is that? That looks a 1920. Is that a 1920? That's a 1910. I didn't know the tin was also the same teal. uh, Oh, shit. I bumped my light. I bumped my light. See the new Stratocaster, by the way? I just got that the other day. Very nice. Wait. It's nice. The 1910. I heard you talking about 1910. Do they have the same color on the bottle? No. Uh, 1920 is like, uh, it's similar. 1920 is a yeah, lighter color. It's like a baby blue. Okay, so that one's like teal and this one's baby blue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I needed to get it. Sorry to jump up right in the middle of you talking. But it was driving me crazy. I've got to taste this against 1910 to see if I'm thinking what I'm thinking is Calvin right. Calvin asked if I'm off cigars for a while. No, I just don't have ventilation in here. Um, I wish I did. Otherwise, uh or if I did, that would be smoking, but no. Um, not off cigars, just don't have the ability to in this office right now. Uh, 19. Have you, you, not, have you no, not have, had 1910? Which, oh, that's right. You have. You said you like 1920. Yeah, just a little bit. I think they're both great, but my preference is. They are both great. Um, I didn't try them side by side. Somebody asked me if there's think. any. That Strat is not, well, yes, it's blue and black. It's actually uh, one that, I think it's a fairly new one. It's called Dark Knight. So it's kind of like metallic blue around the outside, and then it fades to a black in the middle. So it's like a fade paint job. It's kind of metallic blue around the outside. It fades to black, and it's got a black pick guard. That is a Fender Professional 2 or Pro 2, I think is what they call that model of them. Um I was out looking at guitars the other day and they had one in the shop and I was like, Oh, I've been looking for a new Fender uh, Strat for a while. And I was like, I've been, I've been on a little bit of a gear acquisition uh, gear. I've had uh, what's it called? Gas. I've had a little guitar gas lately gear acquisition syndrome with guitar. I got a new guitar, and two new amps in like the last, like Jeremy, two weeks. Isn't that like your normal status with everything? It is. Uh, somebody said, do I have a Telecaster? No, I do not have a Telecaster, although I would like to get one at some point. Maybe I'm, I'm fucked up. No, that's different. This is way darker than 1910. 1910 is way... 
sweeter. But this 1910's also been opened up for a while. It's like half the bottle where that that Knob Creek is a, a neck pour, so it's going to be a little different. Um, now this actually is kind of reminded the the nose in the in the in the flavor might be a little different. The nose of it is actually reminding me a little bit of Peerless Bourbon. Oh man, that That's was a good, good one. The the cork that was, was kind of loose. That so was, was a thing. It just go, but it. And that was nice. that was a good one, man. That was a real good one. Uh, I've not had a rye in a good minute. Actually, the last rye I had was Bullet Rye, and I wanted to try it long after you had told me that Bullet Rye is basically just um, eucalyptus in a in a bottle. <laughs> yeah, it fucked and you it up. Did, so I wanted to try it after the fact. And nope, you're right. It's just straight eucalyptus. I enjoy it still. I still like it. But, yeah, it's definitely all I taste now. Um, so this is the first rye I've had since you told me that on the podcast, which would have been pre-Thanksgiving. I don't know when it was exactly. No, you know what? There is some There's some similarities there. I think this kind of reminds me, if you mixed the nose at least, if you mixed 1910 with... Peerless bourbon. That's what the nose reminds me of. Let me, let me taste this nineteen ten and see about the flavor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now the nineteen ten is a, a lower proof, not by much though, right? Oh God, no! Mm-hmm. Wait, it's way lower. It's ninety three to one twenty. So that's it. Tasted a lot, not near as hot. Nineteen twenty is uh, the one hundred and fifteen. 115. I will stand by there's some of the same notes in there. They're not as similar as I thought now that I'm A-being. I mean, that, that's kind of the thing. I know uh, we're past 9 o'clock, so I can derail oh, the can grooming you? thing. Um, we'll, we'll go back to the grooming, and when we get to the comments, if anybody has any questions or anything, we can we can get to that toward the end. But um, I will maintain that one of the best ways to find notes in whiskey – is to A-B them. And that's what I was saying. I didn't get to do that with 1910 and 1920. It wasn't my bottle. Um, yeah. And I, I would like yeah. to do that. So if I see 1910 again, I'll get some. Um, but again, last time I found um, the Whiskey Row, well, well, okay, so uh, what's it, 1897 and 1887 or whatever those other two versions are, or different, whatever they are, uh, those are always on the shelf. The 1910 and 1920 are the ones that are, Harder to come by for me. 1920, last time I went in, they had a whole row of it. Uh, 1910, I've seen it once and didn't buy it because it was 1910 and 1920, and I just picked one. So that was the very first time mm-hmm. I'd seen it. So, But I, um, I do need to go back out to that store in Albemarle, and I, what I need to do is try and get to know the owner. That's the trick. I, I know that I've sent him business because people told me about it, and then I – talked about it again, and then people have DM'd me, and they're like, I went out to that store, and they had a lot of stuff, so I know I've sent business there. I need to get to know this guy. There, There's some similarities, man. I'm going to say, even in the taste, it tastes like if you mixed 1910 with Peerless Bourbon. That's what that Knob Creek tastes like. To me, taste is subjective. Somebody might say I'm full of shit. I'll be curious to see what Dan has to say, see if he, he thinks I'm at all accurate about that, but that's what it reminds me of. If you blended, because there are some similar 1910 notes in that, 
And there are definitely some of the darker notes that I get from Peerless Bourbon in that. If you mix those two together, that's what that Junkies t- uh, pick tastes like to me. Which, by the way, 1910 and Peerless Bourbon are both whiskeys that I enjoy. So, solid work, Dan and Sean. Solid work. I would expect no less. It was all Sean. Wait, no, 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 no. Dan's <laughs> on my side. It was both of them. Just kidding. <laughs> it's, it, is, it is a very good cigar whiskey also. Um, somebody asked what amp was I bought. I got, uh, I, I was, I went and got a AC 15, uh, Fox AC 15. And I was going to be good with that. And then they had a used, uh, Fender blues deluxe. It's a 40 watt Fender blues deluxe. It's a tweed amp. They had it used like in mint condition for, I think it was, it was right under $400 and brand new. That's like an $800 amp. So I was like, I can't not buy that. I didn't buy it the day that I bought the Vox. Cause I was like, I'm not buying fucking two amps. I went home and the next, I got to thinking about it that night. I watched a couple reviews on the blues deluxe and I was like, man, I'm this never going to get one that price again. And that good. And that good. Jeremy Sires. So I went back. He finds something and then he goes yes. watches videos on YouTube about it. That just, totally affirms yeah. the decision to buy it and then he goes and buys it like that's that's jeremy yeah yeah well i couldn't do it so i went my, i told my wife i'm like I, i've talked myself she's like you do not need to get two amps in the same week i'm like look it's a good de- if it was full price i wouldn't do it but I, it's a great deal and it's a great amp i love tweed amps so i went back and got i can't it. i spent way too much i spent way too much money on guitar i, I can't say anything week. i bought but, a project car last week so that's what I'm saying. So at least a couple of, I, I guarantee you, I didn't spend as much as you spent on a car on a guitar yeah, and a couple of amps. You're probably right. <laughs> and I've already bought suspension with it or for it, which was a, almost a fourth of the price of the car. <laughs> uh, it, it's true. It's true. I'm so upset. I um, wanted to put the suspension yeah. on it tomorrow, but we're obviously going to be having like tornadoes and stuff. And I don't actually have a shop yet. So I got to, Man, I hope we don't get real. Uh, chat said that you guys in Florida aren't going to get it as bad as coming up more north than anything. So, oh well, good. I mean, not good. <laughs> good. I, I, I hope you guys, hope you guys get I, fucked, but <laughs> we're not, so it's okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I hope you guys. I hope you guys. That's what I was confused about when you said about the front because I, I, I heard there was going to be a temperature drop, like a pretty severe temperature drop, because it's been like almost eighty degrees here. For, it has been eighty, I think, for the last couple of days. <laughs> Uh, and then I heard, and I heard Saturday it was going to be like Dude, it, fifty. It, it's been getting up into the upper sixties, and I think it hit seventy one day. And I was sweating, and I'm like, I'm not here for it. I p- please just give us like nine more months of winter, please. <laughs> and I'm just not ready for summer at all. I do not like summer. I'm also a little worried about this room. I know we said that the the taint fan was gone, but. The day that it was 70 degrees, right around 3 or 4 p.m., the sun starts coming through this window, and it was a good 80 degrees in here. It's like a freaking yeah, oven. Yeah, I mean, th- this room, the room I'm in, in the afternoon in the summer, I have to crank the A.C. Because the sun, I get afternoon sun facing this room, and even with the blinds closed, like – it heats up the fucking wall. I mean, Florida, it's just hot. And it, this room is like 10 degrees warmer than the room across the hall. And, yeah, my and other room, office so. is, is cool. I'm film- I might have to move in there for the summer right. podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Well, the bad thing is the thermostat is in that room also, right? So if I set it to like 72, it'll be a nice 72 in that room. And it's like fucking 82 in this room <laughs> because the thermostat's See, in there. I have and it's like sh- individually controlled split units in both rooms. So uh, this one's set to 64 right now. And I know for a fact it is not 64 degrees in this room right now. Dude, if I set my AC to 64, it would blow up because it would never turn off. <laughs> this one, I, there's no way that it's right. It turns on and turns off and turns on and turns off, and I can definitely feel it getting cooler, but it's not 64 in here. Damn, Travis said it was 90 in Orlando today. Fuck 90. Fuck that. 90. Yeah, dude, it's a little fucking early, even for Florida, bro. It's a little early in the year to be hitting them yeah. 90s, bro. We had well, a, it's a little, it's a little early for that. We had a little early the, for that shit. We don't, we don't need that. Savings time change, and then the next day it was like seventy five, and we're like, okay, what? can can we touch on that for just a fucking hot hot minute? By the way, let's just I, for I just believe a second. we're headed in that direction now. Yes. <laughs> Why the fuck do we do that? Why do we do the time change? What's what's with the fucking time? There's change? no good reason now. I didn't. Didn't they do it like 150 fucking years ago for farmers or some shit? I don't know. Like, I've heard like six different reasons for it. Who knows? Right. I've heard a bunch of different weird shit. Point is, in today's age, there's no fucking point in it anymore. Can we stop, please? Can we stop? Because all week long, my sleep's been fucked up. I've been going to bed way too late. It's hard for me to wake up in the morning because I go to bed too late. It's dark. I, I was getting used to waking up in the daylight, and now it's fucking dark again, and it jacks up my whole rhythm. It takes me a month to get back into the swing. Yep. That's why I'm yawning. Can we right just now. stop? Can we just stop? I don't care if we do this time or the other time, whatever. I, can we just stick with fucking one and go with it, please? That would be fantastic. Please and thank you. Like, stop it. I don't know why we still do it. What's uh, the point? Who knows? I don't know. I'm going to Google it. And here's the other thing not everybody does no. that shit. There are states, there are states in the United oh, States you know that the don't worst do part? it. There are states that do, but like Native American reservations that don't, or reservations that don't. So like you can drive through a state and the time will change like several times. Actually, speaking of, no, that's Chattanooga. That's on the time change. Never mind. But there are states where you can drive through a state and the time will change like four or five times. Do other countries do it? Yeah, but not at the same time. I remember when I worked for Pocket Now, like, my uh, managing editor was in uh, Romania, and their daylight savings didn't start until like a month or two after hours. So our time would change, his wouldn't, and we would all get fucked up. Yeah, I, 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 I don't. Uh, Calvin's probably, uh, if he's still in here, he's in the UK. Yeah, Calvin, Calvin just. Um, He's saying, yeah, he's still in here. I, I wonder if they have done daylight savings time over there because he's in um, over in the good old UK. Um, yeah, I, one, just, I just... One day just ago, North Dakota okays permanent daylight saving time. Yeah, man, why don't we just do that? Like, like, And like I said, I don't give a... See, somebody just said they do it in Australia. Uh, no more changing clocks. Okay, Washington Calvin Post says, a, history says, be careful what you wish for on daylight savings time. Calvin says we have one time, but our clocks go back and forth twice a year. Yeah, twice a year. What do you mean, Calvin? Back I'm confused and forth twice that. a year. Spring forward, fall back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's the same way we do. Okay. Um, yeah. 
why the fuck does everybody still do that? Like, stop it. It just doesn't make sense. So, so apparently some states are passing just permanent. I think it was on the ballot in Florida. They were going to do it. I don't remember if it passed or not, but I think it like came up for vote or something uh, a year ago or, or some shit. Yeah, hang on. I think it's Arizona. Uh, I think it had something to do with farming. I'm sure somebody in chat's already been like, yes, you fucking idiots. It's because of this. Um, maybe Arizona doesn't. I think do it had it. something to do with. Hang on. There's one state where it's like. No, there are some states that for yeah. sure do not do it. So how does that work? So is their time different than ours? I don't know. If they don't, if they don't do it, that's going to make my head hurt. So if if they don't do it, then are they on a different time than we are now? So is it like when it's eight here, is it seven there? Even if they're in the same time zone with the yes. another place. Yeah. Right. And that's why I'm saying it can get really so, tricky, especially like when there's a state where you, you tr- switch over from like central to mountain or whatever time zone you're in. And then they also have like different municipalities and different parts of the state that don't have daylight savings time. So you can drive through the state and the time changes all over the place. It, it's really bad. Yeah. I mean, it's really bad, which is why I think they should just, just, nationally just do away with the shit and just be done with it. It's not necessary anymore. Calvin had said farming. Somebody else had said some with farming, uh, but also power conservation. Um, Arizona, uh, Arizona, California time, half the year, Colorado time, the rest. Texas has two time zones. Yeah, there's uh, Florida has two time zones. Florida has uh, Eastern standard and central. Um, yeah, I can't find it. I'm, I'm reading some of the Indiana has to be. Yeah. Um, I think we can all agree that there's no fucking point in it anymore, and it would be way easier if everybody just did away with it. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, th- I, think, I think that's the consensus to this whole conversation is it's stupid. We don't fucking need to do it anymore. It should be done away with. All it does is fuck everybody up, make everybody grumpy for a month because their sleep patterns are all jacked up. You ever done any, uh, and this is kind of nothing to do with it, but any research or any reading on circadian rhythms and eating with your circadian rhythm and all that uh, weird shit? Not eating with, but I have done, I attempted to do uh, polyphasic sleep cycles before, which was. Now, uh, what's that? Hang on one second. I'll show you this really quickly. Polyphasic Patina, patina, patina. Holy shit. So this is Arizona, and um, it's hard to read this, but part of the state, like Arizona doesn't observe daylight savings, but this section does. This section doesn't. Like, Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, dude, it can get really, really, really bad. Oh, my bad. God. Oh, my God. So, like, nobody knows what the fuck time it is. Like, you, you leave your county, you go to a different county, and it's a different time. Like, how the fuck are you supposed to yeah, keep track of I don't know. I that? bought a trailer from a guy in Chattanooga one time. Hey! There's all the more reasons why we should buy a GMT watch so we can keep track of multiple time zones. <laughs> oh, are you trying to justify that now to Allison? <laughs> I, need to, I need to justify it to Allison. I need a GMT. I need a, I need a Rolex GMT uh, specifically. But I, I bought a trailer why? from a guy. 
who lived in Chattanooga. And he told me to be at his house at 3 p.m., so I left my house so that I would be there by 3 p.m. Didn't realize that he was central time. Mm -hmm. His house was in central time. Uh, so I drove there, and I'm there an hour early. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I'll just wait, I guess. Uh, he gets home at 3, and he's like, oh, sorry, I forgot to tell you that I'm in central time. And I'm like, yeah, got it. Uh, he's like, sometimes I forget because I work in eastern time, but I live in central time. I'm like, oh, my oh, Lord. See, uh -uh. Lord. No. no. But it was such a no. weird thing, no. like driving to Chattanooga, spending some time in central time, and then driving back into eastern time. Like my whole day was like really fucked up because I, it was just like I thought that I was going to get home in time, but then after I tra traveled back into eastern, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm six hours from home. And it's an hour later. Like, there's no yep. way I'm going to make it home before like 1 a.m. Like, it was, it was awful. Yep. I've d I've done that when I've drove places before and crossed yeah. time zones. And then Calvin was just saying that he's come to uh, the United States a couple times, and it fucked with his body clock because he went to Vegas. And I mean, God knows how many time zones that man went through going from UK to Las Vegas. Like, jet. I've never really had. I've never traveled anywhere that was that many time zones away to really. I've jumped like a time zone or two maybe. I don't think I've ever jumped more than two time zones, but I can imagine going from like UK to Vegas. Like, man, that's got to just fuck your yeah, entire I, world I up. I flew to Berlin. Because, I mean. I didn't sleep. I, my flight was at 9 p.m. And I didn't sleep, and I landed there at like, I don't know what time it was. I lost a whole day, basically. Yeah, I mean, that's that's. Time zones are weird if you really start thinking about it. Cause there's, isn't there actually a way where you can leave a certain place and then get to your new place before you left? Yeah. If you fly, isn't west, that possible? That's possible. Right. But it's gotta be pretty quick. Um, but like it, it always messed me up when I'd fly to Vegas for CES cause our flight would leave at like 6am and I would, it's a, like a mm -hmm. six hour flight and I would land, I'd be in the air for six hours and I'd land. It's like 9am and I'm like, and you're like, what? Huh? Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a <What> minute. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Time zones are weird, man. It, it's, it's because, you know, we were never intended to travel those distances in that right. short period of time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But technology and, and modern, uh, travel has allowed us to do some shit that, uh, the human body was not what, intended what to was deal with. What was way worse than flying <laughs> 16 hours to Berlin was flying back. <clears throat> so we're against the headwind. It took longer, and you're going basically backwards in time or forwards in time. How does that work? Backwards. <laughs> so I hey, lost is it a day going there, basically. And you and gained, you gained it, coming it coming back. back. And Dude, I was so fucked up. Like, I landed. I'm like, wait, I've already lived this day. What is going on? <laughs> like, oh, what, what's happening? It's wait. It's Tuesday. It's Wednesday. It's Thursday. Wait, it's back to Tuesday. <laughs> what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah. See, time travel is real. It is real. Dude, is it is it true that toilets flush the other yes. way uh, yes. on the other end? Uh, yes. That's a real thing, huh? That is the Coriolis huh. effect, I believe. Yeah. Coriolis effect. Yeah, that's the name of it. So in Australia, their toilets patina, flush patina, patina. counterclockwise. Patina, wait, wait, wait. Patina, Somebody wanted me patina, to say it. Patina, 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 patina. 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 Boop. <laughs> the, 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 very, the very distinct patina. Dude, I got the patina, patina, patina Ooh. shirt coming. It's coming. It's coming. 
Bunker Branding sent me the the mock-ups today, and, and I'm getting some samples sent. The patina, patina, patina shirt. Um, but uh, I just side railed that. But yeah, that's really weird that the shit flushes the yeah, other way. Yeah, there was a there was a, a, a YouTube effect. collaboration. I think it was between Smarter Every Day. Which, if you do not watch Destin uh-huh. on Smarter Every Day, what are you doing with your life? He is one of the most interesting guys. Dude. He's extremely smart. He's very entertaining, dude. I love that guy. Can we talk about how fucking smart that guy is? Like, he's so smart, it makes my head hurt. Because he starts talking about shit. Have you shit ever and watched, like, like, Veritasium? What? Yeah, same from shit. Melt your Him brain, or even, Michael I tell you another. From, uh, what's the other? Dude, Vsauce. Vsauce. Yeah. I, got on, I got on a fucking Vsauce marathon, and I think for three days, I watched nothing but Vsauce. I must have watched 10 hours of Vsauce in three days. And... Just such cool content, now, man. It's just they're super very smart, smart guys. There is a guy that I found recently who absolutely melts my brain. It crushes it. It just like my brain, I start watching his videos. It just goes like I start and I'm like, it, and it's very much like Vsauce. Like you start watching a Vsauce video and you're like, yeah, I can keep up with this. I'm smart. Like I got this. Yeah. Yeah. And then the more he talks, you're like, <laughs> Oh, no. I am very, very Mistakes stupid. were made. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's um, uh, there's been a few guys on Joe Rogan's podcast that are like that. When they start talking about like quantum theory and quantum physics and all this shit and quirk quirks and particles that dis- that appear and disappear and exist and don't exist and all kinds of weird shit and parallel dimensions, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> right now like my brain just like you said it just implodes on itself and i'm like ah, ah, i can't so do it i'm gonna show you just a little snippet i don't want to share too much of this but there is this guy his youtube channel is called stuff made here and stuff yeah and it's it, it, it's stuff don't be playing that shit you'll get his fucking oh well we don't yeah. monetize anyway. so he goes into like in-depth information like Basically, in this video, this is his most recent video. He was talking about building a bot that would not allow you to ever miss a pull shot. Or not a bot, a machine. Oh, I saw I, that thumbnail came up in my um, in my feed. I don't think I watched watch it. I saw that thumbnail. Because, like, I follow him on, like, it, the robotic stuff and, and different things that he's going through. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he starts talking about, like, stuff I don't even understand. Like, I understand this parallax shift with the camera being off and different things like but he starts talking about all this code to fix it and oh my lord <laughs> it is just it gets so much more in depth than you could ever imagine he has made a basketball goal that you can't miss with like he threw the <laughs> basketball at the wall you can throw it the hoops over here and you can throw the ball over here the hoop moves to it and just so you always make the shot like he is That's crazy. so smart. Let, let me ask you this. What hurts your brain more? People that get into like super technical stuff like that or guys that get into the super high level quantum physics like, and theoretical quantum physics theoretical stuff like that. That stuff hurts my brain more. Even though that like super technical code and making machines and stuff is super impressive and it hurts my brain, it doesn't make me like have a like minor stroke the same way 
that like people that start talking about quantum yeah, physics. Yeah, so and stuff what does. this guy does, I don't know his name, but the stuff made here guy, I, I'm more impressed than anything, right? Like I wish I could do right. stuff like that. And I think if I applied myself right. and spent probably 10 years <laughs> working at it, I could probably right. come to some level of comparison. Like, not as good, but I think I could eventually do it. Part of the struggle and the, the complexity of building and making is failing, doing it and failing it and, and right. getting over those hurdles. Like, for example, this is a very basic, mundane example, but I've never changed out suspension on a vehicle, right? Never done it. Uh-huh. Kind of nervous about it, but I'm just going to start unbolting shit and bolt some new stuff in and see what happens. And if I fail, then, okay, I screwed it up. Where did I go wrong? Fix it. Get it right. Like, that's the process of learning, right? right. You have to fail. Uh, and, and with that stuff, I, I think I could eventually figure it out. But he's talking about some stuff like he's not just making a robot. He's programming it. He's programming an application and making all of the stuff to work together. It is extremely impressive. Uh, and, and then Alex says, I definitely understand the quantum physics stuff more than the engineering programming stuff. Yeah, I can sort of wrap my head around some of the the quantum physics stuff. But when it gets like super theoretical things like uh what what it what is well, the that's what when they start to the the fucking particle that yeah. exists and doesn't exist shit what the fuck is that about like that i don't understand quantum what entanglement about, like. and stuff like i don't even understand string theory and how quantum entanglement could ever possibly be a thing but <laughs> uh yeah dude it's 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 really I enjoy, even though it seriously makes my head hurt, It, I enjoy listening to it because I think it kind of, like, expands your brain in a way nothing else does. Like, having those deep thoughts like that and making your brain think about that bigger shit, right? Like, it makes your brain work in a way that it doesn't work on a daily basis, and I think it's a good thing for your mind to, to think about those things. Even if you don't fully understand them, just to, the exercise of trying to understand it and work in your brain. And that's brain, how Jeremy feels when important. he watches Word Party on Netflix. I just spit on my fucking hand. Um, I said, ha-ha, and just like fucking spit right on my hand. Um, yeah, that, uh, it, 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 it's, it's weird shit, man. I really enjoy listening to it, but it definitely gets you in like a weird zone. Like, yeah, no, I, the more I listen to the Michael a- guy from, from Vsauce, like, the stupider I feel. Like, Destin at least makes things palpable. Like, right, you can watch a video of his. He explains it in a way that you can understand it. <laughs> but Vsauce, like, he just melts your brain. He, he did, dude, by the way, I just have to read this comment because I think this is a funny extrapolation of our podcast. Started with hot Carls, and now we're in theoretical physics. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. You never this, know what you're going to get this, this with the old This was a podcast whiskey. about <laughs> grooming and hygiene. And here grooming. we are talking <laughs> theoretical <laughs> physics. Hey, whiskey knife fight, everybody. Whiskey <laughs> knife fight. Uh, uh, oh, God. Sorry, guys. We're all over the place. But, it, you know, and this is the conversations we used to have on the phone while we decided to have a podcast, right? Because we would have these fucking stupid conversations that would last two hours, starting with a pocket knife we just got and ending with something having nothing to do with anything. And we're like, why don't we just start a podcast? This is how people have conversations. This is way this is the way a natural conversation flows. It goes in all kinds of weird directions that you know you don't 
think about beforehand, and then you don't even know how the fuck you yeah, got there. People will love back. this. I'm so random. Lol. You know, like. <laughs> I mean, does, doesn't everybody's conversations oh, sure. go like this, though? Sure. Honestly, like real conversations. This is the sort of right, stuff when like you're having when a conversation with your buddies. With people, like, this is where it goes. It goes literally right. everywhere. And that's what right. I would prefer this podcast to be. Like, if Jeremy and I lived in the same place and could have a campfire every Wednesday night, this podcast will be around that campfire. This would be the shit. Right. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like when you're sitting around a campfire or when you're sitting out grilling on the uh, in the summer with your buddies drinking whiskey and smoking cigar, I feel like this is the kind of weird shit conversations. This is the way they go, right? You well, talk about all kinds okay. of crazy shit. With the exception of some of the things that Jeremy brings to the table, such as butt pee and hot carls. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta bring you gotta bring the, the the dick and fart jokes because we're guys, and I don't care if I'm fifty or I'm sixty or seventy or whatever. I'm still going to say gonna you're think approaching fifty, aren't you? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say I'm approaching fifty, but I, I'm I'm not a fucking stretch. I'm not a long stretch from it. I'll be on. I mean, I'm I'll be forty. I'll be forty. Yeah, I'll be sure, forty three right. in May. Yeah, yeah, it is. I had to think about it for a hot second, but yeah, forty three in May. So I mean, I'm not like. I mean, it's not real close, but it's not fucking real far off either. It's uh, wait, this is a really close. good comment. I but like yeah, that. dude, Thomas Papa Constantinel. Yeah. Holy fuck! Papa look at that last name, Papa Constantinel. That's an impress. That is an impressive Get last it? name, my friend. That is impressive. That that might have been the longest <laughs> last name I've ever seen. Is that a real? Is that a real last name or? Wow, dude, that is an impressive last name. Like, I bet you he couldn't spell his last name until he was 10. <laughs> like, Just because everybody else struggles with letters doesn't mean, or wait, no, damn it, I fucked it up. I was going to say, just because you struggle with letters doesn't mean everybody <laughs> else does. <laughs> Uh, don't you love it when you go to fucking damn. you got a good one in your head you know you're gonna you're gonna lean into it you fuck it up and you're like damn it <laughs> I do that with my wife and you know you know me I fumble my words all that's right? a word like, for it I think my I think my 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 brain works faster than my mouth sometimes and I'll have a good one I'll be about to lay into my wife not like in a mean way but you know give her some shit about something and then I'll fumble it and she's just like you fucking idiot you can't even insult me right I don't think anybody is <laughs> uh, saying that your brain is working faster than your mouth maybe it's that your brain is working it slower is. than your mouth it could be either or honestly could be neither <laughs> saying much but you know um do you want to you want to transition into to, some questions? Yeah, yeah, because we use that usually ends up taking a while. Jeremy, how long does it take you to have your beard that long? You know, you know that's a weird thing. We could have gone into yeah. that a little bit with grooming. Can I say that there's there's two things irritating me right now? One, for some reason, every time we do this podcast, my fucking contacts dry out and it drives me, me. crazy. And two, one of the <laughs> other okay, things so three. about <laughs> three. long mustaches, one of one of my other things about long mustaches that can be troublesome is sometimes you'll get a hair that flips up and goes in your nose. Dude, when I'm laying and then down, you're and you're constantly like, and it just keeps going in there and tickling it. I and you're lay like, down at night and the pillow and pushes it right up into my nose, and I'm just like, ah, uh, can't stop. I have to lay down on the ridiculous. pillow and slide my face up. Hey, dude, I do that when I lay down the pillow every night. I run my hand in between my face and my pillow and tuck my mustache into the pillow because if not, it's like up here. And then I wake up, and if I sleep like that, I wake up and I've got like the Salvador Dali, like the fucking mustache. It's like straight. Up. So I like 
tuck it in when I lay down. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I give this answer a lot and people are always like, thanks for nothing, Dick. I don't know. Everybody's beard grows at a different length and everybody has a terminal kind of growth of their beard. My beard, I also don't know how long because I cut it fairly regularly, right? Like every couple months or so, I'll cut like a half inch or so off the bottom because it just gets real ratty at the bottom and thin and kind of, you know, gross. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't clean shaved. I started growing my beard probably 10 years ago, but this isn't 10 years of growth because I cut it all the time. So I don't remember when it got to this length. So I don't have a firm answer. I would say you could probably, if you got a good, good amount of beard growth, you could probably grow a beard this length in probably two, three years. Wouldn't you say Taylor, two or three uh. years of not shaving? You didn't this shave at all. This is a year and a half, and my beard probably is is longer than it seems. I mean, it's down to my chest. It just you can't see it. It, it curls up into itself. So I I don't know. My beard is technically like if I That's, straightened it, it'd be about here for a year and a half. So I don't know. Um, yeah. So yeah. So I I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, I'd say if you started growing it. It could be, but I think mine is at terminal length. I don't think my, like you see guys with like my buddy, Jason, his used to be down to like his crotch. I don't think mine's going to grow anymore because it, like I said, the ends of it get real gross and I have to cut about a half inch uh, off. Every Smiling beard says, when is the, I love truly shirts coming out? Not soon enough guy. Not soon enough. Whenever we get this uh, podcast stuff and all the tax information for everything finished to where we, can get all that squared away. We will have some, I love truly some fuck truly. I'm definitely getting a fuck truly shirt for <laughs> sure. For sure. I think we, we had talked about, I don't know if you were going to do it on the podcast one, or if you were going to do it in your store, but we were talking about, I'm I did a, a thing a shirt shirt that says I love truly made, but it's going to be somebody pouring truly into this flask on the shirt. <laughs> Watch me. Watch me. Uh, Josh Rueda uh, says, did we talk about grooming today? Briefly. We did. Briefly. We, <laughs> not briefly. Not briefly. We, we talked about it for about 40, 30, 45 uh, Danny minutes. Danny said, who's helping on the Overland project? Well, technically nobody's helping overall. It's just me. And a lot of the stuff is just bolt on, right? Like the suspension. If you jack the car up, put it on four jack stands. Um, I mean, I could do the suspension myself, but Rick will be helping me a little bit with the suspension. But bumpers is more of just take the one off, put the new one on, uh, roof rack. That shit's easy. The roof yeah. rack on the, the Discovery, like it's got a rail. You just put the rack on, and I might need somebody to help that's me lift it, and I've got people around here who can help, and you just screw it on. It's got a few screws. Like, that's that simple. Get, get your old yeah, ratchet like, set. So... Uh, the brunt of the stuff for now is just bolt on. Um, once I get into it, I've got a little bit of a surprise. But fucking, uh, I mean, I don't know if it's a surprise. I'm gonna eventually, I think, do an LS swap in the Discovery, and I am not very me mechanically inclined. Danny, who I know is a mechanic, could help with that. He lives. Fairly close. He lives uh, like 40, 50 minutes away. But yeah, I don't, I don't have anybody helping me really. Somebody's asking me about 
me without a beard or me with shoes. I was looking to see if I had any pictures. I think I've done this oh, before. No, I, I have never a, find I've any. got a picture of you without a beard. Oh, stop it. You have some shit that's not really. No, I have a picture of Jeremy without a beard. Mm. Yes, I do. It's on your Facebook. Without yeah. a beard completely? Yes. Really? Really. It's been a good 10 years since I have had no it's on beard. on your Facebook. It's right here. I'll show you. I haven't posted. Oh, there, there's me without a beard, but that's the back of my head. You can't really see the whole thing. I think you did this before, and I think you pulled up like a picture of something <laughs> stupid. It wasn't really, it wasn't really me. You're like, I have a picture of you at a beard, and you pulled up like some ninety year old dude that's bald no, or some shit. It's a picture of you, Jeremy. I don't know why you don't believe me. I'm trying to find. Yeah, I see. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. I knew it when, 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 when you were like, oh, it's on your Facebook. I'm like, dude, I don't think there There's is. There's a picture of I, you on Facebook first without off, a beard, but it is like the back of your head. Yeah, because I don't really post to Facebook. Um, I kind of hate Facebook a little bit, if I'm being honest. Um, I'm trying to look. I have like a million pictures of my kids. Uh, so there you have it, guys. That is Jeremy oh. Sires without a beard. There's my old boat. Hey, the old boat. There's a, well, that's not, that's not really me with no beard. That's about the best I've got. That's a picture of me with like a short beard. It looks like Dan Blazarian, Dan Blazarian, Blazarian, whatever his name is. Is that who you, are you Dan Blazarian? That's his name, Blizzarin? B- Blazarian yeah. or whatever? No, I don't look like that. That's I, that's the, the the closest thing to no beard I have. Um, can you dye your beard patina? It is patinaed, man. That's what all this gray is. It's patina, 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 patina. Yeah, you drink guys drinking at drink. home are wasted. Um, uh, espresso video. I do have some espresso stuff coming. I've been waiting to do the grinder video. <laughs> Don't make a comment about the app grinder. So the, is that a sponsored The video coffee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the coffee grinder video. Um, because the folks at, uh, that I work with on those videos, whole latte love, they're coming out with a new espresso machine. That's really and nice. It's popular among and they're the going to send me one grinder community. <laughs> and, I want to test the new grinder that I have with the better espresso machine um, and kind of do like a whole series with the new espresso machine and the grinder. So I'm waiting for it to get done. They've been prototyping stuff and stuff. So once that's all done and ready, there will be a little series of espresso slash grinder. Calvin said, do a podcast about coffee and the best cigars for the non drinkers. Dude, I'm down with doing a coffee podcast. I mean, not like, yeah, yeah, we really should because, I, I, we both fucking love coffee. I mean, I got coffee in this glass, right, Sean? You want to see I how mean, much I love coffee? Got, this is going to make coffee. Jeremy sad. Hey, look. Look what's, what's on the top there, Jerry. Right there. That's a pretty sticker and a coffee sticker. Um, Yeah, Calvin, I, I love coffee, man. Love, love coffee. Love it. Love it so much. And I will say, I like coffee as good with cigars as I do whiskey. Sometimes I think coffee is actually a better beverage for, for cigars than whiskey. 
coffee and whiskey, or coffee and whiskey. Coffee and whiskey is good too, but coffee and cigars is fantastic. Do you want to see how much I love coffee? Let's see it. Let her rip, tater chip. What you got there? Instant coffee. Oh, get the, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. I got two bags get of it. These are actually expensive. Um, each one of these is about 80 bucks. No, you, you, those you said was the only instant coffee that you consider drinkable, yeah. right? Because it's, it's like a good, it's not like bullshit coffee. Yeah, it's so actually the way like a good. It's made is they brew the coffee using, I don't know, giant Chemex or whatever they use to brew the coffee. Um, it's a very high quality coffee that's brewed and then freeze dried. So it's not like your actual instant coffee from the grocery store. It's a little different. Way more expensive. Yeah. It still averages I, at like $2 a cup. <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know, and I like all types of coffee, right? Like I drink everything from like your super Valley girl. I normally like to drink latte all the way. Coffee, coffee, coffee. <laughs> no, look at that. It was just fitting. Things. Sorry. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. It was, I thought you were going to have my, I normally like to drink <laughs> coffee, um, coffee, coffee, coffee. I want that caffeine, baby. And I know this is going to sound super like bouge, but um, I, I can't disagree. I enjoy a good truly if it's within your <laughs> wheelhouse and something you can, you know, you got the budget for it. I, I was going to let if, it go. I was going to let ever, it go. And then you kept going. If, if I ever come up to your studio, I'm pissing in your road podcaster so that it shorts out the board and gets rid of that. I'm pissing in it. I'm pissing directly <laughs> in your fucking podcast. My MacBook. <laughs> um but anyway i i'll i like you know and some people are like oh I, I like all coffee like all like i said all the way from your like pumpkin spice lattes which are you know a little little on the like you know whatever all look the way at, to like look at jeremy like watching his words <laughs> i'm trying not to piss anything I, you got to be careful man cancel culture is a real thing these days um all the way to like a double shot of just straight espresso right I like it all. Sometimes I'm in the mood for that hard hitting espresso. Sometimes I'm in the mood for something with a little sweetness, a little, little something easy. I will say I don't like all the shit though. Like sometimes my wife will get these ones that are like a caramel macchiato and it's got like all kinds of whipped cream and chocolate drizzle and shit. Like it, it does get overboard with that stuff. It's a little too much. I sometimes. drink. Um, I go to the coffee shop every day now. I don't make my own coffee. I used to every single day. I got out of the habit when I had a kid, and I haven't gotten back into it yet. But I think I will once I get the whiskey wall built here because this little uh, whiskey barrel, which makes more sense for a whiskey stand, but I'm going to have too much whiskey for that. That's going to become a coffee station, and I think I'll, I'll be able to make coffee here now. I don't have a good way to make coffee right now. But uh, I go to a coffee shop every single morning, and I either get a four-shot Americano or... Uh, cold brew with a double shot in it. So. My, my wife just says, I never get that. She's full of shit. She does get that. I have seen her get some straight up girl drinks. Okay. Straight up. Now I will say most of the time, her thing that she's been on lately has been, uh, Irish shit. Coffee? What's that thing called? I had to say, nope. it cause it's St. Patrick's day. here. Cold foam or cold. Fuck. What's it called? It's like a, a nitro cold foam or nitro, I don't know. It's some kind of nitro cold brew coffee with some kind of salted. Look, she's texting me She's because she's like, you stupid ass. How the fuck do you not remember this? You've ordered it for me a hundred times. With sweet cream. 
nitro cold brew with sweet cream. And they also had one with some kind of salted cream at some point. That, that's been her, her jam lately. Um, but at one point, she was into the, the, the fucking drinks with all the stuff. That's Alex. Don't, don't you sit there and tell me. I know you're watching. Don't you tell that's me. That's Alex. Shit. Alex likes the more sugar, the better. You lie. Allison's not a crazy, I mean, in her normal coffee, she doesn't, you know, like overdo the sugar and stuff. Um, she just drinks normal old coffee, you know. Um, that Dude, for some reason, that bottle is at the perfect spot for Boom. a cork pop, dude. That thing is. Uh, I got a good question Boom. here from John Morris. Hey, Taylor, you brought me into the shiz. We about that EDC life, but I need to know about that Michael Fisher stuff. You guys used to podcast. Yeah, we won tech podcast of the year. I think our first year which is kind of cool, from Stitcher. <clears throat> uh, but it was the EDC, not <laughs> the EDC. What is wrong with me? It's the, it was the Pocket Now Weekly, Michael. You bit, My strokes are contagious. We're stroking You've been together. Around me too <laughs> <laughs> We're stro- yeah, that, we talked about that. That could be misconstrued. I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to mark that. <laughs> Wait, you know, the best part is that I get the marks. You don't get my audio. That's true. That's true. <laughs> anyway, uh, Pocket Now Weekly, Michael and I had a podcast together. Uh, it was a lot of fun, but I worked with Michael at Pocket Now for a very long time. He was one of my best friends. Still is, sort of. Uh, I So it's Chris says, Taylor, did you see Casey bought a new Land Rover for mudding? No, I actually sent a picture of my Land Rover to Peter, and he was like, hey, did you see Casey got a Land Rover? He's been, like, mudding every single day and rock crawling and stuff. And I'm like, no, but that's exactly why I bought this one. So I can take it out all the time. That's hilarious. Yeah, I was yeah. they were talking about Casey Neistat. He doesn't uh, post he as much He hasn't uploaded a video in months. Like, two or three yeah, months. Yeah, he doesn't post like he used to. Well, I mean, I mean, obviously he doesn't post like he used to. That bitch used to right, post but every he also, single day. Right? Uh, kind of doesn't need to, you know? No, well, he he kind of doesn't need to, and honestly, he earned it. He worked Enjoy his it, man. Like, ass if, off for years. You know, like bro, I work hard, you work he? hard, but daily vlogging is brutal. I've I made one video every day for a week straight a few times in my life, dude. It's exhausting. It is just non-stop, and you have to be efficient as hell. I don't know how he did it with a kid. I do not know because no, he either. had his I, daughter I, I, while he was daily vlogging. Did he not? Yeah. I think so. Like, uh, yeah, Jesus. yeah. I can't even imagine. I wasn't functional. No, I, I still have not fully recovered from having a daughter as far as like work efficiency goes. I'm, and, and I think part of that is learning new things and getting to know you and you rubbing off on me and something like that. I was talking with Rockwell earlier today about that. Like, when I met you, you made approximately the same amount of videos as you make now. Like a few, about a video a week. About a video a week. I was making like three videos a week. And now I operate on your schedule. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could do, I, I try, I'm going to try to get up to a little bit more than a video a week. I've been trying for years and never has happened. But I also want to, I do the podcast once a week. So that's another piece of content out there. And I'm going to start trying to do at least one live stream on my channel a month. So, you know, I'd like to get to, you know, putting out six, seven pieces of content a month on my channels, not not including the podcast that we do every week. Um, We'll see. We'll see. 
Live streams are a little bit better because you don't have all the post yeah. processing, you know. Well, so that makes it a little. You, you say that, but I have to post process um, the, the podcast. So. <laughs> no, but I'm, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. talking normal yeah. live streams, right? You don't when you when you don't. Uh, somebody said, "What's Cuban coffee? Is it a brand?" Um, no, it's not. It's a it's a style of coffee. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there are Cuban brands of coffee, certainly. Um, but normally, when people say Cuban coffee, it is a style of coffee where. The way that I always made it and the way most of the like legit Cubans that I know make it is with the mocha pots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like real strong coffee. And then the way they do it with the sugar, it's so good. So when you make it in the mocha pot, when the first couple drips of coffee come up into the pot and st it starts to brew, you get like a couple big tablespoons of sugar in like a little um, cup or something. And the first cu little cups of drips of coffee that come through, you pour that in the sugar and then put it back on and let it continue to brew. And you whip the sugar with just a little bit of coffee to where it, it looks like peanut butter, basically. You whip it into this paste with the sugar and the little bit of coffee. And then when the coffee's done, you pour that in the coffee. Oh, dude, it is so fucking good. And it will get you sprung because there's a lot of caffeine and a lot of sugar. <laughs> And you were like, what's up, everybody? Let's fucking go. Maybe that's it's go what time, bitches. I need you I to mean, do on, like, Tuesday mornings so that we can plan this shit ahead of time. See, the tough thing is Tuesdays are rough because Tuesdays is when I do all my calls. That's like the other day you called me because you were having that problem. with. And I was right in the middle of my morning of, like, conference calls. I have, like, calls. So I'm on, like, all kinds of calls, and your your color grading is exploding. And I'm like, bro, I'm, like, right in the middle of so shit. I can't I answer you right now. I talked you into getting that color board, which I... I took off the table earlier uh the, the x-ray color checker yes. i talked you into getting it yes because i'm like this yes. thing's gonna be great and then i set it up it is great. everything up my new set everything's good to go took me hours and hours and hours this uh -huh. week to get everything set up because i'm in a new space and i'm using new cameras with new color profiles and new everything set up uh-huh hold the color checker up in front of this camera Color checker for my top camera and color checker for my my C cam. Run a test video. Go over to the computer. Go to match, and I looked like a fucking vampire. <laughs> yeah, you did. You looked like straight out of you what looked happened? like straight out of Twilight. I, I can't get it to work. I've <laughs> tried putting LUTs on before running the color checker. I've tried running the color checker without that. I've done everything. Nothing. I put a a uh, what do they call it? I can't think of the word right now. I drop like a, what's the LUT called that just brings you to Rec 709? What do they call those kind of LUTs? It's not a, it's it's not a, uh, it's basically like a LUT made by Sony that's meant to take S-Log footage to Rec 709 footage. I need that. Footage, you should right? send that and to I know me. Everybody, and you just go to Sony's website and you yeah. download it. It's on their website. But I don't, if I can, I don't, I could, I could probably, I think a it's a, a, a cube file. So I could probably, I could probably drop it in the, um, in our share drive so you can just download it so you don't have to go to, but I don't know if it has the downloader and all that. I'll either do that or I'll send you the link to the, to the, where Bro, you can. And I had to update all um, my cameras. But yeah, it's, it's, everything this week has been, I came in on Monday night thinking I want to set up, shoot a video and I'm going to be good. I'm going to give this footage to Megan. She's going to edit it for me. No, it's, it took me four hours to real, set man. up on Monday night. And then I got here Tuesday and it took me another two or three hours. And I shot the video and I got over to my computer and I'm trying to run that color checker thing. And I'm like, 
So the I spent all day bro. Tuesday. Struggle is real. All day Tuesday, I spent learning how to color correct using the color checker, but not using the software that you just kind of <laughs> believe, boop, match. I'm going in there and like matching colors manually. Like, now that I, I know say, that, like, it's actually color, a really good thing to know, but oh my, it took me all day. The color checkers, the color checkers, fantastic. But I have to say, a lot of times, if I use a gray card to balance, to get my white balance right before I start shooting, and then I use that Sony LUT that brings it to Rec Seven Hundred Nine, I don't even need to use the color checker because my colors are good, and then I can just tweak them with whatever I want to tweak. But the colors are solid after you use that LUT. If you, if you white balance to a gray card before you start shooting, and I know everybody in the chat's like, "What the fuck are we talking about? This shit is not what we want to hear." Well, but, I learned um, this week how to hold anyway, that color checker up, ignore the board with the the panels like the color panels and just use the three grayscale cards uh, to get your well, exposure and white right balance and off that card manually with histograms right i went in i went in yep. deep this week, it's great man. dude yeah you went in deep bro okay it's, it's, now that we've good. like it's totally good. confused I, I, everybody <laughs> and yeah we went into a bunch of shit that nobody literally <laughs> probably one percent of our audience gives two hot fucks let me show you guys what we're talking um, about real quick yeah somebody so mentioned at least have some kind of somebody mentioned the like button needs some love, and I agree. 106 likes. Come on, guys. What the fuck? Give that, give that like button a little love. It helps YouTube make sure our video goes out to people. Um, I don't usually harp on the like button very much, but, yeah, we probably should remind people. Like The like button? Hit that like button. here for fun right now, yeah. so I don't care. Yeah, it's still fun to give a little love. Give it a little loving. Just a little, little tap. Just a little... Just one tap, because two tap. Well, everybody right. who's Team Taylor hit the dislike button. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure don't um, do that. So this is what we're talking about. This is a color checker. And if you shoot in, like, S-Log on your camera, which means that everything looks super flat. Like, if I switched my camera to S-Log right now, I would not look like I look. I would look gray, <laughs> basically. Um, so you hold this up right. and this gives the software that you edit in a, a frame of reference for what each color should look like. So it goes from this gray, which means that it doesn't put as much processing power and data into the colors as it does detail and light. Uh, so then you have more dynamic range. You have more to work with with the final footage. This is supposed to make your life so much easier. And this week it has made my life a living hell. <laughs> it's good even yeah. if you don't use the software just to have something that has a like, true color palette so that you have right. a, so a this point black of reference, is a, right? is reflective, the, but if you get all the reflections off the black, it's a true black. Yeah. It is true you black. Your, right. And that's a 50 that's a 50% yep. gray and a in a true white. And then all of your colors are your magentas and all your different colors and they're they're color calibrated. Yep panels so that that is the green on that should be green on a vector scope and these are skin tones and this is just another grayscale. so if that just to give you guys a little bit of a frame of reference since we did, went like 10 minutes on color correction <laughs> in my nightmare this week <laughs> yeah it, it can, color grading can be one of the most frustrating Alex parts said of I'm going editing. to bed Taylor and Jeremy in the bromance before midnight tonight if you can please and thanks thanks Alex <laughs> probably gonna wrap this yeah, we up will. In, we, in a few minutes actually yeah yeah we need to start because me and Taylor always end up talking for another 20, 20? minutes after the podcast so when we don't yeah yeah sometimes yeah, yeah. 30 
so so when we don't get off till like close to midnight, then it's like fucking midnight by the time we get off. And then by the time I have to wind Same. down from the podcast, right? Because when you're doing the podcast, you're on, right? Like you, you can't be over here like fucking fading. So like it takes me a good hour of like chilling to get ready to go to sleep. So yeah, it ends up going to yeah, bed. At, like, so we talk for 30 minutes to and an hour sometimes, and then I have to drive home. Right. And then I have to wind down after right. I get home. <laughs> Usually Wednesdays, I tell Alex, I'm like, I'm going to be home late. I'm going to be up till like two, and I'm going to hate life Thursday yep. morning. Most likely. Well, that's the yep. thing. It's in the week, right? So, like, we got, I got to get up, take the kids to school, and do all the things the next morning. So, I mean, we get up. My, my wife is, I don't know if she's still watching, but she is sweet enough to normally get up and handle most of the shit. So I don't have to get up crazy early. I just have to get up in time to like hit my face with some water, get a cup of coffee and a cigar. I have a newborn who does not give a damn what I'm doing Wednesday night. Just saying. <laughs> Somebody needs a couple of patina. 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 Look at that. I, I'm finally remembering what all these buttons do. I don't know. I know this one's the song, which I'm not going to hit. I don't know what this one is. I love to gobble cock. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm definitely pissing. I'm definitely pissing on your roadcaster. I had no bro, clue what sure. it was. I think full, and I'm I'm actually directing the stream right into the channel slider, so I have the best chance of getting in to really shorten it out. <laughs> I think I think this one is. Yeah. Wow, dude. Wow, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow, dude. Hey, 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 Tina, and then there's truly, truly. I don't know what this one is. Every time we go in there, they get in somebody's ass. I have no idea what that was in reference to. I, I, don't I have either. a second board, but I don't know how to get I, to it anymore. I, I, oh, go there it is. The but, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, you can definitely get aggressive on your sucking. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. Long, slow pulls on it. And enjoy it. That's what it's for. That is what it's for. See, Calvin, I don't know if Calvin's still in here, but that's weird. He was talking about you got a big old butthole if you're putting yeah. that big old thing in there. But hey, <laughs> I'm just saying, that thing's got some that's, girth on it. So that's the one. <laughs> I have no idea. So this is why I start watching my words because, oh my God. man, was, some shit could be taken out of context. What's the context for that soundbite? I don't know. I have no idea anymore. You got a big old butthole if you're putting that big old I thing have in there. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I have no idea what we were talking about. Nothing. <laughs> or or why I could have possibly well, got on Well, that's the thing. That. Like, I never know why you get on the topics you get on. And that's I don't I either have the time, and I by hit the way. it all the time. I had one in the last episode where I could have added a good three sound bites, but I didn't. I didn't. I, well, I was yeah. too stressed and pissed off because you forgot your noise gate and all that stuff <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's it's yeah I, I mean i can't say anything I, I am my own worst enemy i don't have a whole lot of filter right i kind of say what comes in my brain which isn't always good for me and soundboards uh, john moore says no super chats not yet we haven't monetized the podcast we could have like Eight months ago at this point. But no, we, we do not have any. Yeah. We got to get tax shit straight, right? Because if we monetize the podcast and then we get paid for it, 
you got to split the money, obviously, and then it gets weird and you got to start partnerships and legal stuff to make sure taxes are good. And, you know, Uncle Sam wants his cut and shit. So um, we got to get all, we're going to get all that straight. Yeah, soon, we, so we, we have to get that 90 10 split between Jeremy and I. It's set in stone. Well, that, and, you know, they got the subscriptions now. I was asking was Dan a, about that because you know, they have all kinds of, that? of little. Can I get. No, I, that was a. I'm not can, even acknowledging. Can the chat acknowledges that he ridiculous. just confirmed um, that we're doing a 90 10 split with the podcast. I for sure did not acknowledge that. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, you can get like memberships, and then you can make like custom emojis and shit that people can use in the chat, and all kinds of like fun stuff for live streaming and stuff. Um, so yeah, we, we can get into all that once we get all the all the shit worked out. Uh, Jeremy 90 Taylor 10 hell no 90% of my time I love you whoever said that is spent wrangling Jeremy band mechanic come on Jeremy's just firing off random directions Um, doing random shit and I'm trying to wrangle him I'm the one doing the work (laughs) yes it's true Jeremy does do 99% of the talking but what you don't understand is that if I weren't here he would not. He would not stop, right? So I'm I'm wrangling him in. <laughs> if you've ever had a phone conversation with Jeremy, you would understand. Ninety percent of the conversation is see Calvin. Okay, Jeremy, I I got it. You're really tilted about this, but I gotta go. Like I know you're very passionate about this topic, <laughs> and you want to keep going, but I have to go. And it's like I didn't even say anything, and he just keeps going. <laughs> Look at Calvin. Fifty fifty split. See, Calvin's a good dude, man. He, he likes you, even though he shouldn't, because you're a dickhead. But see, that shows you what a kind person Calvin is, that he's giving you the benefit of the yeah. doubt. I think nine. I think 90-10 is fair. I'm trying to see the, you know? <laughs> I'm trying to see if there's any more comments. Man, my con- I'm going to start wearing my glasses on the podcast. I wear my contacts during the day, and they don't bother me, but for some reason, every time we do this podcast, they dry out. And then they get out of focus. I can't fucking see the comments. I'm going to start wearing my glasses. Then you guys are really going to give me shit about. uh, Oh, by the way, fucking Dan. Now he apparently has made a, a. Every time I get a package from Dan, like when he sends me these bottles and stuff, it's always addressed to father time Inc. So apparently, apparently I've been incorporated I, as I father time. I have. <laughs> I think you should. And I, I need to change my, uh, shit. my corporation name the corporation name is casper tech like i don't use that name yeah you need to get rid of that i mean you're still pale as fuck but you don't really talk about tech much anymore casper so you should, be like casper <laughs> Ca- yeah yeah <laughs> oh shit what does it say more vlogs more vlogs um yeah i do them randomly here and there there will be one soon I, I don't know when for sure the next one will be but within the next couple weeks probably I, I sprinkle them in. Yeah, I had somebody complain randomly. to me that I'm doing more vlog-style um, content on my channel. And I said, okay, I'm still going to do it, but <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, I mean, it is – I, I kind of just do my thing, man, and hopefully people enjoy it. You know, that we've talked about that ad, ad nauseum on calls and in the podcast. I just kind of do my thing. I'm sure there's some content that people like more than others – but I try to sprinkle a little bit of everything out there and hopefully people enjoy it, you know? Um, 
Thoughts on Rabbit, uh, Mad Rabbit so far? I love the Mad Rabbit, the tattoo bomb. I think that stuff's great, man. I, I did a little uh, video with them. Whenever I do sponsorships, I always have, I never agree to a sponsorship until they send me product and I use it for a little while before I even agree because I'm not going to take their money and do an ad if I don't like the product. Um, I, I think it's good stuff. I have not used the other, the new products they come out with yet. They came out with a, uh, like a daily sunscreen type stuff. It's got like a low SPF in it. So your tattoos don't get beat up by the sun and they got a tattoo aftercare that I just recently got a new tattoo and I reached out to him and I told him, I was like, Hey, I know we got an ad coming up. I'm getting a new tattoo. This is a perfect time to send me that new shit and I'll try it and see if it works, you know, and if it works, I'll include it in the ad spot. If it's any good. And, what, and they couldn't get it. What you guys don't know is that Jeremy so did. did get a new tattoo, not the one that's on his forearm uh, or this arm. But it, he has a, a new tattoo on his ass cheek, and it's a truly can. No, it's actually Yosemite Sam with his guns pointed at my butthole. <laughs> so it's come out, you rascally rabbit. <laughs> so what we really need <laughs> is another stipulation, right? So a thousand concurrence, you smoke a Texas Lancero, right? We need another right. kind of milestone uh-huh. goal where you get a truly tattooed on you. <laughs> uh, that's for sure not happening. Taylor, look, 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 look at the look right there. Kyle, Kyle S V. What the fuck? S Kyle S. Look what he said. See, and you said Keep those people join the new addition to your channel. I appreciate it. I didn't say they don't exist. <laughs> no, but you said a lot. Yeah, of times when I try to do hard time when you do stuff like that. Anything other than everyday carry, like a lot of people get mad. They're like, "What are you doing? We don't care about this." I had a guy say, "I don't come to your channel for this." I'm like, "It's my channel. I don't care." Like it, <laughs> like you're supposed to be yeah. on a journey with somebody with this stuff, right? Like kind of, you know, you, you, there's going to be stuff you like. I mean, I know I have people that I watch their channels that there are certain videos that I watch more than others, or there are certain you know series they do that if that series pops up, I immediately watch it where other stuff I might take a few days to get around to it because it doesn't interest me as much. And that's just the natural progression of things, but you know it is what it is. Hey, somebody wants to know when your uh, John B also wants to know when he. Uh, that was the the milestone goal. You've been talking about you've been talking about it for a minute though. You just getting like some f- kind of tattoo. I mean, you were joking. Yeah, but my, my first tattoo won't happen until we hit a thousand concurrence. That that was oh, the that was the goal. We need to my first that. tattoo happens when we get a thousand concurrence, ah. and you smoke the Tex- Texas Lancero. Here's the thing. <clears throat> I am such a fan of tattoos that I will happily take one for the team and smoke that fucking huge donkey cock of donkey cock. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Donkey cock of a cigar. Uh, so that well, you it's going to come down tattoo. to like Pete coming on or somebody like that. Like, you know, promoting this outside our circles. I, I would think within our circles, we could hit a thousand concurrence, but that's apparently not the case. I've plugged the podcast on the, the channel several times. So have you, uh, it would probably help, just throwing this out there, it would probably help if, I, I don't know, Jeremy, if we told people who were podcasting before what? six hours before we go live. Man, you know, here's the thing about that. I don't know it that doesn't. that fucking matters, man, because, yeah, it's like as long as you warn people early in the day so they know it's happening, like three or four days before, I mean, they're going to fucking forget, right? Like, it, it, I mean, is it really... Trying to, I'm trying you know to post what I'm it. Like, I think the key is three and a half hours before we go live. I, I think it. The key is consistency, 
right? Like I know I talked to Dan and Sean because their mm-hmm. live stream has gotten very good, right? I mean, they, they're up to like around a thousand concurrent a lot of the time, right? And, you know, I said, you know, what do you guys think did it? And they're like, man, consistency. We do it at the same time every week. And just, you know, over this, you know, obviously you've got to have, well, good that's content, where we but, really you know, struggle. Assuming you're, you're, that's, that's <laughs> where we're struggling. But you know, as long as you're, you're, you're doing something that's keeping the people entertained and you're consistent, then, you know, it'll grow. And I think that's the main thing. Thank you. Healthy bearded. Sorry if I'm like having a hard time reading, but my contacts are. Fucked Yo, up my guy, I have to break computer. it to you. It's, it's actually fake. <laughs> it's definitely not. It's fake. It's thing, it's glued on in there, really it's good. In there. He used that dap. He we, we, he epoxied we we that just, shit on. We were we were talking about. I don't know. Has has Pete mentioned any of his tattoos lately? He he I, no. So so forum? he posted his neck tat okay. or not the actual tat, but he posted that he was getting a neck tat. Like it was it was obscured, but he okay, sent so me he, another picture of some other tattoos he got. And right. I commented. Yeah, they're all They're, they're hilarious. Oh, no, and they're I commented all they're on all the neck tat post on Instagram, and I said, you should show them the real pirate tattoos. And he's like, those are for text messages only. <laughs> yeah, those are great. He sent those to me, and they're, they're fantastic. But what made me think he said killer tattoo, and I was lifting this up, is Peter got a neck tattoo. I won't go into any details because I don't want to, you know, whenever he shows people, he'll show people or whatever. But he, 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 he has mentioned it publicly that he got one, so I feel okay saying that. Um I've wanted a neck tattoo for a while and I've thought about getting one. And then it's like, I think it was one of my kids was like, but you wouldn't be able to see it. I'm like, no, like a neck tattoo, like over here, a throat tattoo would do me no fucking good. Like you can't, you can't see it. It would do zero good for me to get a throat tattoo. But I I do think, um, a, uh, one of my best friends from high school, like I think it was right after, right before he graduated, got a stiletto tattooed right behind his ear. He's such an interesting guy. I love him to death. Uh His name is Brett. Um, he had a pink mohawk through most of high school with a big beard. He had a beard in middle school. There you go. He had a big ass beard in middle school. <laughs> hey man, some some people sprout those some people sprout those yeah, beards dude, early. He's a he's a really cool guy. Miss him. I haven't seen him in a long time. Somebody asked what your first tattoo. Jeremy is Cyrus. Be? <laughs> That's what somebody said. Cyrus tip, nipple tip, to nipple, nipple Jeremy to nipple. Cyrus. Just uh, no. Did you, didn't you say you were going to get your kids or uh, something? Or, or is it going to be kid-related or family-related? You know, I always say that's my suggestion to people, by the way, if anybody cares to know. You never go wrong with getting family-related well, I'm going to get tattoos, something right? around like, my wrist those are some that of my looks favorites. green so I can wear this watch and not worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> Maybe. We, we joked around about it, dude. I, here's the thing. My tattoos are black and gray, right? So you could still see green through mine, and – there's no green. I'm just gonna get a. Like, I'm gonna make it look like there's watercolor green under the watch, so it doesn't. You can't. You can't tell. I mean, that's. Yeah. You know, look at this. You know, that's not my style of tattoo, but I do. Yeah. See, mine's not like that, bro. Fuck. There's a shadow right there, yeah, but mine, I mean, there's I, no green. It's green. Uh, no, I I've thought about it. Um, I will eventually probably get a tattoo for each of my children. Um. But the first tattoo, because it's been such a big part of my life, will probably be my first YouTube channel's logo. Honestly. Oh, that's right. Because it's, uh, it's still relevant. It's something. very similar to the Carry Commission logo. It's just, 
it was a huge, huge part of my life, and I learned so much through it, and, and it was a big, big failure. And I don't shy away from failures, and I, I wouldn't mind permanently marking. Yeah, I wouldn't mind permanently lean marking into that them. on my body. I designed the logo myself. I like the logo. I'll wear it with pride. Get it. <laughs> Calvin says, knob. <laughs> Just the word, just not knob. the thing. Uh, also <laughs> pale. Yeah, I am pretty pale. Uh, that just means tattoos are going to look really good. On sweat, you. not unusual. I, I'm not sweating. I'm not sweating now. I haven't sweated. Like I put this on. No, I think he. In general, I think he means I do. just yeah. Your body, your yeah. body moisture, right? Like even if you're not sweating, there's still your pores are still there's still moisture coming out of your pores, even if you're not like fucking is that, sweating. Sweat is that Nathan Lacoco? Nathan Lacoco, I was talking about you yesterday and your billing problems for my subscription service a long time ago and how nobody else had any issues, but you did. <laughs> uh, mod, yes. So, Mod, for those of you who are not aware, the old channel is now named Taylor Martin, but it was at one point Modern Outdoor Dweller. It was originally just Mod, which stood for Modify, um, but then I renamed it to Modern Outdoor Dweller. He said, "You patina yeah, your arm every single time I wear this watch within like ten minutes." You guys saw it last <laughs> week. I was wearing a marathon. I put this watch on, and like a few minutes later, I was green. It just happens. See somebody, somebody else is saying he ruins watches too. Man, I, I yeah, I guess I'm fortunate in that I do not have a high pH in my sweat because I don't have any of those issues. Like knives, I don't rust knives. I don't get weird stuff from watches. None of that stuff happens. Fortunately, because it, it's Sounds like it's a bit of a pain in the ass because I mean you have problems with watches. You're always rusted knives, breaking Omega Springs, all kinds of shit. It sounds problematic. Carrying it, but I have rusted M390 S35VN um, S90V, which is not very easy to rust. I have rusted basically everything except Vanex H1 from Spyderco, and you can't rust H1. Yeah. You could throw that Only in things salt. I haven't rusted are Vanex H1 and. Uh, there's one more. I can't remember. There's another um, uh, salt-rated steel, basically. Terry Conway says he just bought his first open sea leather wallet. Betty Nice. Patina, Patina. We're, we're, I was <laughs> Betty Nice. We I was just talking to Michael today. Um, I reminded him that we're going to have him on yeah. the podcast at some yep. point. LC 200 in. That is the blade steel that I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Calvin says, do I still have a tech channel? No, I do not. I really got burned out hardcore. No, he used tech. To... Uh, I went really hard on it. Did hundreds of, of reviews in like two years. And just, man, burned me out hardcore. And I feel, I feel like tech is one of those things that you could, you can burn yourself out on because it's just constant. There is so much new tech you know what, all you know the, the worst time. Part and it's con- of the whole thing was by far. Well, uh. for one, I was talking to this, uh, somebody on the phone about this earlier today. Like the fact that there's always new models that aren't well, really that much bad. different than the previous. Um, the worst thing about working in tech YouTube was like Friday. I'd get a, a shipment of a new phone. And by Monday, I would need a 4,000-word written review, a video review, a video comparison Eesh. with similar Eesh. phones, an unboxing, 
and I'd have to all have it have it all published by like Monday night or Tuesday morning. And it's just like, okay, there goes my weekend, and then I'm gonna work eighty hours <laughs> after that. Like, it, it that was bad. But the worst part, and this sounds so like nitpicky or complainy or whatever. The worst part was setting up a new phone every like four days. <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I couldn't handle that because it right, takes I me that long to get my phone, phone right. And a new laptop or a new tablet or uh, a new anything. I hate setting up a new product, a tech product. And I was on average setting up a new phone like every three to four days for two years. It was brutal. I fucking hated it. I hated it. I, you know, and people have asked me why I don't do tech as much anymore and it's it's for the first reason you had said it, and it's I got a little uninspired by it because man you, you, after you do so many tech reviews and you look at so many products it gets to where it's like it just feels like it's the same shit rehashed over and over and it's just so uninteresting at some point where you're like okay it's the same thing as the last one except they rounded the corners and added this little feature yeah. and it's like and and I will say that two degree <sighs> knives have become the same way for me and I think that would be true of anything that you go hardcore into. Um, it, you sure. should get to a point sure. where you've gone through most of the things and then you realize, okay. I oh, think, yeah, I think tech sure. is like the worst. For sure. Like it is Galaxy the worst. S eight to S 10. Like there's three models there. The change is pretty much non-existent, <laughs> you know, like, and, and tech, and I think tech more than any other industry or any other subsector yeah. is pumping shit out at well, like so just thing, blinding speed, thing man. Just constant. That I'm saying like with knives is that it's getting that way. The knife world is growing rapidly and you have companies like, and I'm, I'm not speaking poorly of this. I'm just explaining how things are. You have companies like Civivi or We Knife and Rayot and uh, mostly these Chinese knife makers who are just, pumping out new models. I have a video coming out later this week covering the Civivi models from 2020. And there are 19 models. 19 new knives in 2019. Or 2020, sorry. Yeah, and that's a lot. I can't keep up with it. And and when you have people like Nick Shabazz and Metal Complex and Slicey Dicey and all these knife YouTubers are reviewing anything and everything they can get their hands on, man. They are just flying through this stuff. I can't keep up. I can't do it because you've got not only OEM knives from uh, Rayot and Civivi and Wii and um, uh, Best Tech and I don't know. There's so many, so many different knives. Uh, and then there's not only through Wii, you have Wii, Civivi, and now Sincut. They have the third brand. So all of them are rolling out new knives. Then you have all the people who are getting production models. So Vero and Weir and or Ware and uh, Berg and like it's just it never ends. Like if I tried to review every new knife in a year, it would be in the upper hundreds or thousands. <laughs> it's crazy. That's a lot. It's crazy. That's a- oh, hold on. Um, there was one where was it my boy david stewart he said he got his flask and he loves it that's awesome brother i'm glad you like it it is it's it's a cool little flask man begging to have truly in it (laughs) uh (laughs) 
I actually I really put coming. my mark on this. I bled on this today. Hey. Yeah. Look, it's not I yours until you bleed on it. And that is smeared blood. Little dark spot there. It's not yours and it's, I, it's I not yours like until you get bleed. More blood on it. Is that weird? <laughs> I I was actually, you know, speaking of Dasa Fenimir, uh, I was actually talking to him today and um he was saying he'd be interested in taking his stab at doing a leather sleeve for it. Um, and I was like, oh, I'll have to talk to Chad. Maybe we'll have a version two of the leather sleeve uh, at some point, and it'd be a, a Dasafenomir leather sleeve. In shell. That's what he was talking about, doing it in like, either a, like a natural veg tan or a shell natural or something. Natural veg tan would be and, sick. And do like a shell really would be so nice. Well, he was saying natural veg tan yeah. because of how – how that natural veg tan patinas, man, that stuff just patinas so sweet. And because it's a sleeve, right? We could update the sleeves and sell additional sleeves and colors and you could change them out if you wanted to and all kinds of cool stuff. So could, could be interesting. Uh, healthy. Got to talk to Chad about that. I haven't told Chad about that. What made you want to create this channel? I don't know if you're talking to me or to Jeremy or asking about whiskey night fight. So if you can clarify, we'll come back to that. Um, there was another one I wanted to pick up. Or was it <laughs> Taylor sits when he pees? Sometimes hey. that's relaxing. Okay. <laughs> I, I sit when I, I pee sometimes, bro. Pee. Like in the middle mad, of the night when I get up to uh, pee. What is that? Mad TV skit. I sit down when I pee or something like that. Dude, in the middle of the night when I get up, I for sure sit down and pee. For sure. A. I'm fucking tired and I don't want to stand there. It's dark. You could miss and piss all over the seat and then you got to clean that shit up. It's easier just to sit. It's relaxing. I'm half asleep. You're just sitting there and you pee. It's much easier than standing there wobbling around pissing all over the place. I ain't ashamed. Uh, I ain't too proud. Yep. Miller asks, Taylor, what tech media company did you work for? Phone dog, pocket now, XDA developers, Android authority, CNET, uh, I'm probably forgetting something. I, I made the Browns pretty quickly. I applied for a job at Techno Buffalo, and John and I decided it was probably not the best decision. Um, so, yeah, I, I made the Browns. I knew pretty much everybody in the industry and, uh, yeah, made my exit. Uh, I worked in tech for seven or eight years, eight years. Kimmick? Kimmick? Sure. I, can't, I don't sure know how to say that. Are. I can barely read it. He says it is medically proven to be better for your prostate to pee sitting down. Just saying. So there you go. See? So now Jeremy's going to stand Bang. up because he really likes I, those I, prostate exams. I, I No, I just really love a, swo I love a sw swollen prostate where you can't piss and it just dribbles out and you can barely uh, go. I'm looking forward fight. to that. I'm new here, so gathering information. That's cool. Glad somebody just stumbled upon this. That's really nice. Um, so both Jeremy, yeah, that's awesome. this guy over, over here, <laughs> Jeremy has a channel called Jeremy Sires. I have a channel called best MEDC. And then we both have second channels, uh, covering different things. And then this was created because Jeremy and I talked on the phone weekly for several hours and the conversations were all over the place. And we thought, Hey, that would probably make a pretty good podcast. Uh, Verdict's still out on whether we that talk was about a shit. Could be interesting to other people. or not, but here we are. Hey, 
We might as well vent those two-hour conversations in a uh, productive manner this way instead of wasting three hours of our day and not getting shit done during the day doing a True. call. So why not? Wow. Watched See. Taylor and Noah on Phone Dog back in my youth. Those were the days. That was a very, very long time ago. Uh. So, yeah, thanks for sticking with me for that long. That's that's a serious uh, – that's a ride or die right Gun there, buddy. Or top cider. Top cider all day. Top cider uh, all day. I agree. Top cider. I'm a top cider guy. I'm a top cider or actually the one that I carry mostly is the – I'm going to say it, Hobe. I would always call it the Hubei. And then Michael actually explained it. He's like, think of like ho and like your ho is your bay. Like <laughs> like your bay. So like ho bay is how you say it. Have that one. Uh, one last question. I think we should probably wrap it up here because this is going to be a wordy one for Jeremy. I'm sure. Jeremy and Taylor, why did you start YouTube channels? Oof. I, honestly, I started mine just for fun. You know, my YouTube channel did not start out as any kind of career or anything like that. I started out as just vlogging for fun to kind of catalog what was going on and have something to look back on when my kids were older and just enjoyed cameras and that kind of stuff. So just started for shits and grins and then slowly realized that I really, really enjoyed it. And, uh, Hey, this could actually become like a living doing something I really enjoy doing. And it just progressed. So mine was accidental. Mine was much happy more accident. purpose driven. I had been doing tech YouTube for a while. And the original reason I started the channel is I had an idea for a video that at the time pocket now turned down. I wanted to install a Nexus seven in the dash of my uh, FRS. So I had a FRS back in the day and I wanted to take out the shitty Toyota head unit that came in it and put in an, uh, a tablet and they said, nah. And I said, well, if you guys don't want it, can I put it on my channel? And they said, nah. I'm like, why not? And they're like, fine, whatever. So I created a channel to put that video on. I did that, and it did okay. Actually, no. Years later, that video had like three or 400,000 views. Um, so my very first video on my own did really, really well. So I started a channel based on that. It was Originally, it was going to be my then roommate and I doing stuff like that. Um, he was much better at the electrical side of things and could uh, solder stuff and make all kinds of stuff. Uh, and then about a month after we started the channel, he got a job with Apple, who when you get a job with them, they prevent you from having a YouTube channel or anything like that. So, yeah. Really? So I took it and ran, and <clears throat> the channel was just called Mod back then, and I ran that channel for like six years trying to make it work. It never really worked. Um, there were times where it seemed like it could be a success. There were times when it wasn't. It got funded for a little bit, um, but I, I really wanted to go out on my own. I was doing YouTube videos for other people all the time, and those were doing really well, and I'm like, if I'm doing really well for other people, why can't I do it for myself? Uh, and that, that's where mine came from. I would rather make videos about what I want to make videos about rather than what somebody's telling me to make videos about. Because a hundred times out of a hundred, the videos that I want to make videos about 
are going to be more interesting than something that somebody else told me to make a video about personally. I think that's an interesting question. Somebody said, do you guys ever find it surreal that you do this now for an actual living? Yes, I do on a regular basis. And I never wake up a day that I'm not grateful for it. Because let me tell you what, as much as there are stuff that we occasionally complain about on here with, you know, trials and tribulations, it's still one of the best jobs going. I mean, it's great. You basically get to do the shit that you enjoy doing and make a living doing it. Anytime, and that's with any career where you're doing what you love and making a living, whether that's an artist, a musician, an architect, a doctor, you know, whatever it is that you have a true passion for in life and you enjoy, if you're making a living and you enjoy doing that, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful totally thing and you've got to be grateful. Yeah, and, and I've always, mm-hmm. I mean, just kind of like a, a side point to what I said, I've always struggled to work for other people. Um, for various reasons, and it's it's not really like a a problem with authority or whatever. It really stems from I have my own ideas, and those ideas weren't accepted in the jobs that I had. And I'm like, I think they're good ideas, and we should try them. And I was never really given the opportunity to, you know, experiment or try ideas that I had. They were always pushed aside, and that always rubbed me the wrong way. And it was just because... I wasn't, you know, a manager, even though I probably should have been, you know, like it was just, it was very frustrating for me. And that was what initially pushed me towards working for myself. I've always wanted to run my own business and work for myself. And uh, that, that kind of pushed me over the edge when I had a good idea and they're like, no, let's not do that. And then I did it and it worked, you know, I did it on my own and it worked. So that, that was the sort of stuff that pushed me in this direction. It's it's man, it's just something now, to be grateful for. Now I really fire hose ideas, am, and I'm like, this one's going to be great. And then I upload the video, and people are like, mm, nah. Well, it's <laughs> funny. Somebody else said, what's your what's your highest viewed video to date? Somebody asked, what was it? How they say it? I said, basically, what was the highest viewed video to date? I can't remember. Yeah, I don't, where. I don't see it. Yeah, there it is. Taylor and Jeremy, what is your most viewed video to date? David Stewart uh, asked. Uh... I think mine is still my office tour from two years ago, which which is why I'm actually working on doing a new office tour because obviously it was a popular video and people enjoyed it. Um, and I just renovated my office and did a bunch of changes. So I think it's time to do an update. Um, but yeah, that is my most viewed. I'm pretty sure that's my most viewed. And I think that one is right about three, three and a half million, I think, view count, if I'm not mistaken. Three and a half million, uh, something like that. Mine was not on my channel. It was back when I was doing tech. It was an iPhone 6 Plus like preview. Right when it came out, I made the video the day they were released and it just 2.7 oh, million. I had to crush. Pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a crusher. It's always funny what you said and that's why I stopped trying to chase the views, right? And that would be my one suggestion to anybody that wants to start YouTube. Don't chase views because a, it's not a a good way to operate. It's just not, it's a fool's errand and it's, it's not a good way to come up with content, right? Come up with content because it's interesting to you and you think it's interesting content and it's fun for you and you enjoy it. That's the best way to do it. If you're trying to come up with content based on what you think will get views, a, it's probably not going to get views and B, it's probably not going to be the best yep. content you could put out. So I, right. I did do that because, because people it, started asking me to do certain types of videos. So I did a video where I did a budget EDC 
for 50 bucks. That video crushed. Right. Crushed. And I'm like, okay, sweet. Right. So I bumped it up to 100 bucks. The video absolutely obliterated the first one. I'm like, sweet. Let's go to 250. Did pretty good. Didn't crush that one, but it did pretty good. And I'm like, all right, $500. So I spent 500 bucks straight out of my pocket. Video fucking tanked. <laughs> I'm like, shit. I want to sell all this stuff. <laughs> Dude, it's it's cr- it's it's crazy, man. Like, and that's why I said, like, some of the views that, and like I said, I, I don't chase views on videos anymore. I just do the videos that I enjoy and I think are fun and good good content. But some of the ones that you still, even though you're not making them for the views, you still have in your head, like, oh, I think this one's going to do well, or I think this one may not, or whatever. And I still do videos that I don't, like Leaf and Barrel, for instance. I do those. Those are some of my least viewed videos, right? Like, people like them, and people always tell me to do them, and they like them, and, and you know, if I don't do them, people get angry. But they have some of the viewest, lowest view counts that's of the, any of the videos on my channel. That's the EDC Weekly. But I enjoyed... Me. Like, that was what my bread and butter was. That's the series that the whole channel was built on, it gets the least amount of views of anything I do uh-huh. now. And people ask for it all the time mm-hmm. on the, the, on the flip right. side, I don't enjoy doing it. The editing on it is brutal. <laughs> no, no, I, I love doing the leaf and barrels and I'll, I'll keep doing them cause I enjoy it. And obviously there's a, a crowd of people out there that enjoy them too. So I'll keep doing them, but it's just funny. The point I was making is, it's all over the place. You'll do a video thinking it's going to crush and it doesn't do anything. And then you'll do another video thinking it's a one-off and you're just doing it for shits and grins and it'll crush and you'll get a million views. And you're like, Holy shit. Like where the hell did that come from? So that's why I say, just do what you love doing and don't worry about it. And worrying about it because you you can't predict the algorithm. You can't know for sure that anything you're going to do is a success every single time. And this is not me being like a Debbie downer or, you know, ho hum. Woe is me. But every single time, and I'm not the only creator who will tell you this, every single time I get super hyped and put a ton of effort into a video, it's usually like, eh, okay. You know, and it gets like a fourth of the views that I normally get. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, sure. And then I and then I make a video, and I'm like, this is... Stupid. I'm editing it. I'm like, I should not publish this. I'm embarrassed by this video. I should not do this video. Gets like 50,000 yeah, like, views in the first eight hours. You're like, holy shit. Stupid videos every single time. <laughs> but then if you try to do it again, it's not going to work. So that that's the problem. Uh, John Morris says, hey, Taylor, what is your other channel other than Best MEDC? You wanted to talk about trucks and camping. It's just Taylor Martin. And it's not going to just be trucks and camping and overlanding. Um, that channel is going to be my catch-all for everything that is not EDC. So I was talking with someone earlier today. I probably at some point will build my own smoker and then smoke stuff. You know, So, I mean, that channel is going to be for mm-hmm. everything that is not everyday carry. So don't don't subscribe to it expecting only overland and camping and outdoor content because it's, it's going to be the catch-all for everything. He's going to have like yes. my channel, which is just everything. Just whatever, but whatever better. floats my boat. Um, <laughs> but uh, somebody said Leaf and Barrel is the only series they like. Um, cool, man. Uh, somebody else, uh, Terry Conway said, I hate to sound so serious, but you guys, pull that up so you can see. I hate to sound so serious, but you guys have both become an inspiration to me and have unlocked some weird gate in my head 
I do not think I can ever go back, Very nor cool. would I want to. Awesome, man. I always love to hear that. Anytime you can inspire somebody, that's fantastic. Because I know there's a lot of people out there that I watch on YouTube that inspire me. And um, I don't know, it's just a cool thing. I, I enjoy being inspired, and I think it's cool when you can inspire somebody else. Yes, Chris. Yes, Chris, I am tired channel. of the joke. Taylor Martin being a guitar channel. <laughs> <laughs> can't get away from it i'm gonna have to change my name uh, i think that's probably a good place to wrap this up we are in, encroaching on the three hour mark um that's our yeah, that's really our is. that's our oh, spot man. i might get home before midnight no i won't jeremy what do you got coming up eh, drops or videos or anything uh well i told you the new shirts are coming but that'll be a little while off um got drops coming we got we're working on the the journals we got some whiskey toppers coming pretty soon to go with the glens little whiskey toppers little coins that look like oh shit can i reach it can i pull the can I, son of a bitch oh god damn i think i've showed these on here before oh man see this damn Got to put the under the beard, little uh, you know they kind of look like, they kind of look like challenge coins, but they're not. They're not coins. They are um, say leaf and barrel on them, and they they have like a little rim under here so that they go on when you're doing whiskey tastings. Keeps the keeps your whiskey from fuming out on you, and it keeps the fumes in there. So when you're giving it a good sniff, it's a little easier. Um, I think that's the closest thing coming. There's a bunch of shit in the pipeline, but I think it's probably more than it. We got a man card version two, all kinds of stuff. But those, I think, will be the next things we drop. I think there's something else, but I can't think of it right now. Um, video wise, I got a couple videos coming out. Uh, I, speaking of the YouTube, I've actually got a video coming out soon about um, why I started my YouTube channel and how how I became a full time YouTuber, basically. Um, That'll probably be the next one. And then I've got a, a, a collaboration with Scotch Malt Whiskey where I'm going to go over um, coming from a bourbon guy's perspective, why guys that are into bourbon should trust, should trust, should try Scotch. And wow, the joys of a, a collaboration scotch. video. Alas, here we are. <laughs> Dude, it's a thick. It's a, it, it, yeah, it's a thing, man. Cause I think a lot of guys that are, in, I was guilty of it. I think a lot of guys that are big into bourbon kind of poo-poo scotch uh, and vice versa for that matter. Guys that are into scotch poo-poo bourbon. And I think both have a lot to offer um, and should be explored if you're into whiskey. So anyway, so we're going to, those uh, are the next two me, videos coming up. No drops coming up soon. I really need to get those shirts. I have these new designs that I've been sitting on for months for no reason. Um, need to drop those. Uh, keep mm -hmm. your eyes out. I think they're really cool. I think you're going to like them. They remind me more of like old school skateboard graphics. You said that too, uh, but that's why I liked them mm -hmm. originally. Mm -hmm. So those are going to be really, mm -hmm. really nice. I'm excited for those. Uh, so keep your eyes out for new merch. But for videos, I have this Civivi video, which technically is a little outdated, but I think you guys are going to like it because I kind of break down a lot of stuff that you may not know. There were some knives in this collection that I really was surprised by like a really small knife that fits the hand well, and I re really like. But um, so Vivi, and then next week, most likely, will be me putting suspension on the Land Rover because it came in today, 
I was going to put it on tomorrow and ha- hopefully have a video Friday, but uh, it's supposed to be horrible weather here tomorrow. So no suspension going on tomorrow, probably not over the weekend. I'd love to do it over the weekend, but uh, probably not likely. So uh, that'll happen sometime next week, and uh, I think that's it that I really have actually planned out. I forgot the one thing. I wasn't going to mention it because, honestly, I, I think the Patreons will probably gobble these up and they probably won't even get released to the general public. I always release stuff that's limited to the Patreons first, and then if there's stuff left, it gets released. I had these, and we're gonna, I'm going to give away a couple on the podcast. Um, I was going to do it last week, and then I had to take some pictures and stuff, and it, it's gotten pushed, of course, because I always run late on everything. No, no. I, I'm keeping... I'm keeping I'm keeping two I'm keeping two back for us to do giveaways on with the podcast, but I think I've only got a handful of them. I do not have a lot of them, um, but they were extras that we had from when we did the man card version one, and I hand patined force patinaed them right. So I don't know if you guys remember what the man card looked like, but uh, I, these are all patinaed up, and they've got all this. See all the green stuff? I don't know if it's coming across, but it's really basically, green a lot of these. Basically, he says he forced patinaed them. All he did was send it to me, and I rubbed my wrist on it. <laughs> <laughs> right? But I, I, I forced patinaed these with, uh, like, an ammonia vapor chamber and stuff, and then I polished some of the, the stuff off on the high points to kind of – it gets a little too strong at times. Anyway, um, I am we are going to drop those at some point. Like I said, there's only a few of them, so – they may not get released to the general public, um, but if you're in my Patreon, um, you'll get a chance to grab up those. And we'll be doing a couple giveaways on the podcast Sick. also. All right. Well, thank you, guys. It was, man. It was your idea. Of Liberty. It, was, it wasn't your idea to patina them, but it was your idea to call them the man card of Liberty because That's of the green. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys once again for hanging out with us for uh, over three hours. We will be back. Next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Much to the chagrin of Jeremy Sires. I get into that. Uh, be sure to follow us on all the places. It's all linked down below in the show notes. And we will see you guys one week from today. One week. Next. It's not the last. I love to gobble cock. See you guys. Why do you? Why you got to finish it on that? I came from the mud. There's dirt on my hands Strong like a tree There's roots where I stand Oh, I've been running from the law Hope they won't shoot me down soon Catch me howling at the moon. Try to catch me howling at the moon. Try to catch me howling at the moon. Try to catch me howling at the moon.
Will you find me? Hope you find me. Jesus! Oh God! Oh, you're <laughs> such an asshole, asshole! Oh, side mia, asshole mia! Wow, that was beautiful. It was. Oh, I'm fucking.